It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. What's up? Hey, Mike. Oh, I was muted. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good, good. What are you up to? Oh, probably too much, really. <laughs> yeah, too much in. is never good. What's that? Too much is never good. No, no, it never is. But uh, um, I wanted to call into your show here tonight and uh, see if I could um, talk to you about something here. Um, I received a uh, civil summons. Um for a complaint from a, a man acting as attorney on behalf of the hospital. Um, I, uh, without making a long story short, about two and a half years ago, I broke my back, didn't have insurance, ended up in the hospital and received uh, several bills. Um, paid off the three smaller ones, but the bigger one, I just started making, I was making, started making payments. And, uh, uh been making for over two years now, but earlier this year um the 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 man acting as attorney sent me a letter saying that I needed to increase my my uh my payments to to a hundred dollars and I wrote back I was on the chat boards and I wrote back and uh you know I got some advice from the chat boards and wrote back basically saying that you know this time i you know, our current agreement of $50 per month is all I can afford and, and you know, going to keep it at that. And he sent me a couple of nasty letters um, threatening to take me to court if I didn't sign a promissory note or, or uh, do a couple other things. And that was, uh, I think the last letter was back in March. And then just uh, two weeks ago, I received a civil summons from him uh, on behalf of the hospital, and of course they're they're suing me for the balance. Um, I've been trying to, um, I guess, understand how to how to approach it. Um, the, uh, the 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 package I received with the summons had a uh, um, an answer form in it. Okay, which I haven't completed yet. I think I have 20 days, uh, I think which would be December 8th. Um, you know, of course, uh, I'm listed as a defendant, and, uh, you know, I, um, my dilemma is <clears throat> my dilemma is, is, is this. Uh, I guess here, here's my question. Um, it gives me three uh, um, 
three choices to admit, deny, or admit in part and deny in part. And then uh, with the option of counterclaim and all that other stuff. Um, I guess my question is, I've been paying on this bill and I got a statement from the hospital showing, you know, the services they provided and the payments I made all the way up till current. Um, I don't deny owing a debt and I don't have any problem paying it. Um, but, uh, you know, I was paying $50 a month, which I thought was uh, decent. And, uh, you know, now they want it all plus interest and court costs, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not sure how to, uh, quote, unquote, defend myself against it. It doesn't well, state anything. It doesn't state anything in there about me paying, paying regularly or anything like that. It just says, "Hey, you know, you owe us, us this money, and we're suing you for it." Basically. Um. You said you have twenty days left to answer. No, no, I've got uh, a little over a week. <laughs> what what um, I did once. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. If you got more information, it might be helpful. Yeah, um, I had, you know, I was listening. I had been listening to Carl's early Angela shows quite a bit. He, he, on his early shows, he talked about Bill Thornton and Richard Cornforth. So I was on those sites, and because uh, I didn't know anything about courts or, or really nothing, I was just naive about the whole process. Um, I'd gotten trouble back in, I don't know if you, I'm sure you remember, I had trouble back in the, earlier this year, and Carl helped me with that and got me out of it. Um, you know, but I was really kind of blindsided then, so I was trying to learn about the whole court system and how it works. I started taking that jurisdictionary, which is an equity course, but Bill Thornton recommended it for someone who didn't know anything. <clears throat> and I got on Richard Cornforth's site, uh, watched his videos, and looked up some stuff that, that he had. So I used, um, I guess, kind of a, a, a method or a sample that they had on there um, for a motion to, to dismiss with prejudice, and I sent that in. I haven't got a response back. I don't know uh, how that will turn out, but it is it, not really, uh, you know, common law. I'm still having trouble with the whole common law, you know, part of this. <laughs> um, uh, I, th I think you made a big mistake filing a motion. Yeah, that's um, what I, some other people said that too. So. Yeah, the way I see it, if if you owe me a hundred bucks and you tell me you're going to give me five bucks a week and I'm accepting five bucks a week and then I just say, oh, you got to pay more. All I'm trying to do is change the contract. We have a contract, me and you, there's a two-party contract. So that mm -hmm. means both parties have to consent to altering, changing, or amending the contract. So the better option would have been just to say uh, the current agreement is $50 a month. Uh, at this time, I see no benefit to change, alter, amend said arrangement. Uh, therefore, uh, set arrangements 
stand or something along those lines. Or yeah, you I, could say uh, that this is a private matter and it it is it has already been settled because you're making the payments. And somebody said you you owe a debt and you said yes I do and here's what I can pay. And they said okay. So the matter's already been settled. So it's just the right, other I, side. I, I, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Um I, I did that uh, there was three letters back and forth which I replied to, and I basically did that and stuck to it, all three letters um, and all three of my responses. Uh, that was about well, roughly six months ago was the last letter, and then all of a sudden I get this summon. So I, I guess I don't... Can How would you do something like that uh, without... You know, um, can, can you just write a notice to and, and submit it to the... Uh, the court and I would be I don't like the word submit but that's what I would have done I would have just sent a letter to the lawyer basically uh could be something like who are you and who are you to me I don't believe we have ever met do you believe there's a contract between you and I or you could say uh this is a private matter it has been our it has already been settled or I don't wish to change the contract or just stuff like that. And if he doesn't back off, then you file a notice into court and you can attach your payment schedule as exhibits that you've acknowledged the debt and you've been paying the debt, you've been in honor the whole time and that you don't see any benefit of any benefit to changing the contract. And then when he's got three or four letters from you that he hasn't answered, now he looks like the big dirt bag. He's not answering. He's not doing anything. He's just attacking you and plugging his ears and attacking you. It just makes him look bad if he's ignoring you and trying to steamroll you. Okay. Yeah, I didn't like, think about writing him just, you know, man-to-man letters after I received the summons. Um, yeah, you could have sent the summons right back to him and just said, I don't have a freaking clue what this means. I mean, he's the man that was sending these letters early on, and he's also the, you know, man acting as attorney in this claim or this complaint on behalf of the hospital. So, um, you know, so he already knows my, he already has my uh, initial replies to his letters. Um uh, so, I'm not sure if that means anything at this point, but other than that's my, you know, my uh, proof that I, you know, I, I, I stayed in honor. I, I wrote back and said, you know, I like the contract. I'd like the, the, the agreement as, as it stands. Here's my check for $50. I'll pay it every month. And I've, and I've done that ever since. And I'm planning on keeping on doing it. I don't even want to, if I could pay off all that, I would, but. Uh, that's not the way it works. It might be an idea to file a motion or uh, file a notice and withdraw your motion. Something along the lines of "I'm an idiot" in regards to legalese. I realize I've made a mistake. Uh, I withdraw. I withdraw my motion or something like that. And you can file another notice saying that this is a private matter. This matter has been de- been settled in private and you don't wish to alter, change, or amend said contract, 
Um, yeah, filing a motion, you just jumped right into their jurisdiction immediately. Yeah. Mm. And, okay. and realistically, it doesn't mean that you're going to lose just because you're in a statutory court. Because if you're, even if you're the debtor, that's not really so bad. It obviously sucks to be the debtor, but as long as you remain in honor and you're making payments, you haven't done anything wrong. You're not breaching any contract. So there's really nothing they can do. Even in, even in their rules, there's nothing they can do except bend the rules, try and weasel around, try and confuse you. But even in their rules, you're, you're in honor. You haven't missed, like, it, it'd be different if you missed a bunch of payments or stopped paying. And even if right. you did stop paying, if you sent a letter saying, I don't know, a frog fell on my house, so I can't afford any money, I missed a few payments, I apologize, then uh, as soon as I get my house fixed, I'll start paying again. But even if, it's like if, if you owe me 20 bucks and you say you're going to pay me on Friday, and then you call me Thursday afternoon or Friday morning and say, yeah, sorry, man, somebody stole my wallet. I, I'm going to be a little bit late. Can I pay you double next week? I might say, yeah, just pay your regular payment next week and just add one payment on the end. No big deal. But if I have to call you Friday night and I find out from a few other people that you skipped town because you didn't want to pay me, I'm going to be pissed. But as long as you let me know, just say, yeah, I'm not skipping town. I'm not dodging you or anything. I just I just can't get you the money today. I'll get it to you as soon as possible. At least I know you're being honorable. You're letting me know. You're you're trying to trying to fix the situation. Yeah, just like anybody. Well, you know, anybody would do it, you know, a friend or buddy you borrowed money from, you know. Um, yeah, it's just, just a know. matter of honor. But a lot of people don't realize that everybody wants to call the prosecutors scumbags and they want to call the judges crooks and criminals. But as strange as it sounds, honor is a really big thing in their world. They'll find all kind of cutesy tricks to weasel out of stuff and to, to ignore things and call all kinds of rules from the back of the book that nobody's ever seen before. But if they're in flat out dishonor, they're in trouble. That's why they have to bamboozle people and use fancy words and all kinds of stupid process and procedure and dump 30 pages on you at a time. It's just because they have to use all these tricks. They can't beat a man. It's impossible. So they have to come up with all these little scams, all these little maneuvers. Right. Threats and extortion seem to work well for most. Yeah, and that's kind of um, what I've... I kind of believe it is. I mean, he's basically said it. You either increase your payment to $100 or or else, basically, you know, we're going to sue you uh, uh, in court. Um, you know, and he wanted, he said, well, if you want to pay $50 a month, sign a promissory note. And uh, I didn't want to sign that. Um, based yeah, off, you, you know. A letter like that, like, it, it's just, it's it's really simple. It just takes a long time to, to get into that mindset. But that letter he sent you saying pay up or else, you could have sent him a letter saying, uh, I believe you, you sent me this letter in error. Um, I have been making payments. Um, 
thank you for your threats and extortion. If you wish to meet me in court, uh, be sure it's a court of record because I'm a man. Yes, I didn't write. I didn't write anything like that. I just basically said, I just basically stuck to my gun. Said, listen, you know, I can afford fifty dollars um, a month as we agreed, and it, that's all I can continue to afford at this time. You know, so, um, and I did go to the hospital. Uh, I went to their cashiers, and I got a. Uh, and I, someone asked this. I see it on the chat, but um, I got a a statement and it showed the services they provided and the the amount that was due and then it showed all my payments uh beginning I think two months after I got out you know had the accident and current all the way up through my last payment here in November. So I mean that's I mean that's proof that I've been paying it. So um Yeah it seems like you pretty much did everything correctly. It's just that he tested you a couple of times and it worked. You ended up panicking or caving in and filing a motion or whatever, but he uh, knew okay. he pretty much had to beat. He just had to threaten you just to push you over the edge and make you comply. Well, so how does that motion... Uh, it's kind of, I kind of base it off of what I learned from Richard Cornforth's site. Um, and... Uh, you know, it's all, yeah. of course, it's all using their, their rules, their legalese. Um, um, but I wasn't really sure what to do, so, you know, I did something. At least, I, you know, I had to do something. So um, yeah. I figured this is, this is probably a good one to at least practice with, you know. Yeah, I'm not all that familiar with Richard Cornforth. I tried to watch his videos like three times. I fell asleep every time. I don't know, I can't listen to Trinzi versus Pagliaro, but um, yeah. if if he's if he's teaching people how to use their rules against them, it's a it see the way I see it is anything a lawyer can do, a man can do better. So if a lawyer files a motion, I file a notice. If he any anything they do in legalese, a man can do it the proper way their, their, yeah their their system kind of mimics mm-hmm. the common law but they're they act like a bunch of crazy kids and they just get out of hand but most of the most of the codes are based on common law but they just keep piling more and more codes on and the codes start getting more and more ridiculous but yeah, yeah. Their their system, they just mocked our system and, and did what we do a slightly different way. It's a, it's a private court. That's all it is. Anything a court can do, they can do privately in their own little private club. But they kind of brought their club out in the public and kind of mingled with the public system and then slowly took over the, the public system, bamboozled everybody with words. But their system and our system are pretty much the same. The the process and procedure is a little bit different. Some of the words are a little bit different. Um, but it's basically the same thing. I send you paperwork. You answered my paperwork. I send you paperwork back. We go to court, and we both tell our story in front of the judge. So we, we basically kind of uh, mimic the, the, the procedure that 
they've, you know, the, the, the rules of court and all these things, we kind of mimic them, but we do it more on a, uh, you know, for the common law side. We Instead of a motion, we just put a notice. Uh, yes. We still have to, you know, you still, you know, they file a complaint, we file a claim. Um, you know, they present their evidence, we present ours. And uh, um, what was the next thing I was going to say? Um, but as far as the answer, um, you know, I, I received this standard form, which I really don't want to use. So I can just put in a notice. Uh, would I title it notice, uh, colon, answer? And, and uh, I, I, Well, answer is kind of their word. But I, I would just uh, put notice mistake or call it a notice of idiot or something. Just say, uh, I'm an idiot in regard to legalese. I believe I made a mistake by filing a, quote, motion. Uh, at this time, I see no benefit to uh, filing a motion. I believe it will cause harm to I, a man, and I hereby withdraw said motion. Okay. Now, what about the answer, though? Um, you know, uh, it's if I don't answer it, um, you know, if I just ignore it, um, then, there will be a default judgment. But you can... You can file, and I don't. I don't. I I highly doubt they're going to get a default judgment. But what you could do is withdraw the motion and file another notice. It could be the same notice, but you don't want your notice to be really long. You don't want to put a whole bunch of different topics in the same notice. But file a notice withdrawing your complaint. Um. You could file a notice that you're an idiot in regard to legalese. You could file a notice that the matter's been settled in private. But I wouldn't go sending like 300 notices into court. It just what if I so filed? What if I filed a notice? You know, with my with my truth, my facts. Okay. Um, uh, yes, uh, um, I do not. You know, I do not deny owing this debt. Um, for the services provided by the hospital. However, um, you know, I have been making, uh, honorably making payments um, to City Hospital or or, or on this debt, something along that lines, for, um, you know, uh, and and show that statement as an exhibit, you know, that that's my facts, you know, that's true. I mean, something along that, like, like, you know, along that line? Yeah, I think it would be more along the lines of um, that it's a private contract that you've been making payments and you don't wish to change the contract. You can put your, your that thing you got from the hospital the other day showing that how what services they provided and what payments you've made. That, that's that's all the evidence you need. Here's the bill I got. Here's what the bill was for, and here's how much I paid, and here's when I paid it. You guys know every freaking penny I ever paid on this debt. What's the problem? Yeah, well, that's I know that. How do you 
how do you, uh, you know, I guess understanding how to get that point across to um, whoever makes a decision uh, in, in there that, you know, hey, listen, I've been making payments on this thing consistently for two and a half years, and and here you are now. You're you, you know you're suing me, uh, and, and you want all this money. Six months ago, you were threatening me um, if I don't raise my payment, um, or you will sue. And, and now you're suing, even though I'm being honorable and making payments against this thing. You know what I mean? I, I guess uh, I, I'm not yeah, just getting. Just go ahead. If 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 you write down just in bullet point form, that's mm-hmm. going to be half of your notice right there. All you have to do is put a couple connecting words. Like point one, a debt exists between I and XYZ hospital. And then point number two, right? Uh, I have been making $50 payments each month for however many months. And then... Just those two points alone, that's pretty much your whole notice. That's everything you need. I acknowledge the debt. I've been paying the debt. Uh, I've been in honor. Like, there's not much to a notice. You just say what you got to say and shut your big mouth. One or two lines and you're done. If you have to say something else, write another notice, one or two lines. File it. Okay. Um, But the the more... the more the more words you put on paper, the better chance you're going to make a mistake or contradict yourself or confess to something stupid or you're going to hang yourself. That's why you keep it very short, very to the point. See, the burden of proof is on him, so don't do his job for him. Shut your mouth, let him do all the talking. He made an accusation, he made a complaint, he's got something to prove. Okay. So that that notice could simply be my answer, and I can just say, you know, not even use their form. Yeah. Okay. Well, Um, unless unless you're a lawyer, you really have no business using their form. Yeah. No, I know. But they send this stuff with you. Here's here's the form you need to answer on. They say, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, they handed you a mouse trap with a mouse trap with a piece of cheese on it. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, here, we'll, we'll make it easy for you. Just uh, fill in the boxes, send it back to us. That's all they're doing, making it easy for you so you can hang yourself, giving you enough rope. Okay. All right, so the first thing is I should send a notice in withdrawing the the motion. And then yes, my second I, notice would basically be my answer, but as a notice. Yep. And then that's it till I hear from him. <laughs> I mean, is it that simple, really? Yeah, it's 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 it, like Carl says. It's a game of ping pong or a game of tennis. You hit the ball over the net and you sit and wait. Wait for the ball to come back. Hit it again. And sit and wait. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm trapped in this mindset that I got to play the their game by their rules, you know, um, and you know, by using their form and, and using their procedures and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, may, maybe I'm I'm overthinking this or, or you know, m- making it too complicated. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, 
Yeah, it's it's all part of their tricks. Like they uh like somebody says, Oh, you raped the dog and you're gonna sit there and oh what? What? I didn't ra- I, I was on the other side of town. I was with so and so, I was doing this and you're you scramble to defend yourself and you just keep running off the mouth and you say all kinds of stuff and then now the lawyer goes Okay, prove you're on the other side of, of town. Prove that you were with so-and-so. Prove this is what you were doing. Because you opened your mouth now, and you made a whole bunch of statements. Now he's calling you on your word. So just shut your mouth and call him on his word. Like, what, think, think about it this way. He hasn't even claimed you've done something wrong. He hasn't accused you of anything. Just like he complain. did, he didn't say. Yeah, he didn't say I'm taking you to court because you didn't pay. He's not saying I'm taking you to court because you shot my cat. He's just saying I want more money. Well, screw you. You want a contract? If, if see, he's an attorney. If he was a man, he probably would have sent you a letter saying, "Yeah, greetings. How uh, about you up your payment a little bit, you deadbeat." And then you write back to him and say, I'd love to, but uh, I don't know, will, will an extra five bucks a month help? That's all I got. Like, I'll go without a lunch. One, I'll go without a lunch every Friday and throw an extra five bucks on there. But it's all communications in the private. He sends you a letter, you send him a letter back. He sends you another one, you send him one back. If he doesn't want to send letters back, well, he's the one that's in dishonor. He dropped the ball. He left the battlefield. But he's he's also the one bringing a controversy into court when there isn't one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like I, uh, there, is, uh, there is no controversy, and I acknowledge the debt, and I'm paying on it. Um, I don't think I would file anything into court like this yet. But you could send him a letter and just say, uh, "Greetings, Bob. I require." Uh, I require written evidence that you actually have the authority to represent, quote, XYZ hospital. Just to play around with them, because you're not actually challenging the debt anyway. But mm-hmm. what if what if I just put a letter on a fancy letterhead and sent it to you and said, you owe me a million dollars? Like, are you just going to pay me? Or are you going to say, like, what's it for? Like, show me that I owe it show that you have authority to collect it. Like right. what happens if what happens if uh if I owe you ten thousand dollars and then some other guy comes up and says, Oh yeah, he owes me ten thousand dollars, so just pay me instead. And I go, okay, and I just hand somebody else ten thousand dollars. You're gonna be pissed. You're gonna say, Yeah, that's nice that you paid that other guy ten thousand dollars, but where's my money? Now I'm screwed. I got to pay two people now, right? Because because I didn't have the the wherewithal to go to the guy and say, "Well, show me that you have the authority to collect." Like if I owe Bob, why don't you have a letter from Bob telling me to pay you? Why didn't you come here with Bob? Why didn't Bob phone me or write to me? You just show up out of the blue and say, "I'm collecting money on behalf of somebody else." Really? and prove you're collecting it for them, prove that you have permission to collect their bills. Yeah, I think that was one of my points in that motion I submitted to, um, similar but uh, written, written a little different. 
Yeah, which kind of doesn't really make all that much sense anyways. You're saying discharge the case, but give me some information first. If you're dismissing or discharging the case, just say the case is done. Right? You wouldn't want to, you wouldn't say I'm not playing Monopoly and then start asking about what happened in the Monopoly game or what the rules of Monopoly are. If you're not playing, you just walk away. Say, yeah, screw you, I'm out. Yeah, see, I just, I guess I just don't understand that. Um, and maybe it's the way they, uh, maybe it's the way I, you know, I read this, you know. I think, okay, if I don't do anything, um, then they're going to give default judgment, and then the next thing I know, they're garnishing my wages or, or whatever, you know, whatever they do. Um, yeah, it's... I think the trick is to go out of your way to make everything as simple as you possibly can. Like if, if, if he sent me that letter or a couple letters like that, I'd send him a couple letters back. And if he didn't back off, I would file a notice or two into court and I wouldn't be giving the court jurisdiction or anything and let the judge make a decision. If the judge wants to order me to do something, go ahead big boy, if you're that brave, go ahead, order me. If you're going to rule against me for some stupid reason, you want to just steamroll me, go ahead, do as you wish. Uh, as soon as I walk out of this courtroom, my pen's going to be on fire. Right, well, you know, one of the options, the options on this answer form that they give, um, you know, what, what, well, you, you can either, you know, affirm or deny or uh Agree in part and deny in part. Yeah. Of course, re- request a trial by jury, or well, I think they called it a jury trial. I think that's how they word it. But so, um, yeah, but to me, it's not that much different than I walk up to you, pull out a gun, and demand your wallet, and then I hand you a bunch of paperwork saying, if you don't think this is fair, you can come and cry to me later, or you can tell my buddy Steve. Or me and my buddy Steve will have a meeting with you and we'll decide if we're going to give your wallet back. Like uh, It's just damage control. If you don't like my decision, you can appeal. Cry to me. Yeah. See, here's, here's, how, here's how I see it, too. You know, I mean, um, I, I don't think, uh, and, and maybe I'm just naive and stupid, but, you know, let's just say I played their game. And and I answered their form. I admit and deny, and I request a, a trial by jury. Um, you know, and that's how I go about it. Um, um, you know, I have I have what I believe is my proof that I you know I've been paying consistently. I have my reply. I have his letters. My reply to his letters, where he's you know basically trying to extort more money out of me. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine um, he, they would even want to go to a jury trial. Because to me, if, if I was on that jury, I'd be like, you know what, Mr. Uh, lawyer dude, um, you know, this guy's paying the bill. What more do you want from him? You know, you want his blood? <laughs> you know, yeah. if, I mean, am I naive in thinking that? Well, another problem, too, is... Um... It's not really a jury. 
it's a statutory jury in a statutory case. So the judge gets to pull all kinds of nonsense, like he can kick you out of the courtroom and he can lecture the jury or he can tell the jury, I'll decide what the law is. You just listen to the facts. Or right, he's, he not, can, he's not independent. Yeah, he can in, kick in the case. jury. Yeah, he could kick the jury out of the courtroom and yell and scream and swear and threaten you and then be sweet as pie when he lets the jury back in. Um, If the jury comes in with a not guilty verdict, the judge can say, you stupid assholes, get back in there and, and don't come back until you have a proper decision. Basically tell them they're wrong. Try it again. Like all kinds of crazy shit goes on in statutory trial jury trials. Okay, well, how do I uh, flip it then to a court of record? Just by I sending would, a, sim- a simple notice? No, I, I no. wouldn't worry about flipping anything. I would just I would just say I'm not changing the contract. I've been making payments. I'm still in honor. Any more money is going to cause me harm. I don't know what this is about. Like, see, it's, it's also kind of strange to me that the hospital accepted payment or accepted your payment plan and then they didn't call you and tell you to increase it. They didn't send you a letter. Some some third-party debt collector just shows up out of the blue. Well, I, I don't know if he's third-party. Um, well, is he, he you? He's not you, right? No. He's not the hospital, well, I don't right? Know. I, when you say third-party debt collector, I'm thinking of, you know, like, like I defaulted on the debt and they... Turn it over to a debt collector. He um, could be. I don't know. Lawyer, law firms do that constantly. Lawyers are third-party debt collectors. They buy debt constantly. I mean, even, like though they, of, even though his letters came to me on on their on the, the hospital letterhead, that sounds pretty ridiculous to begin with. Because if if I was a lawyer with my own law firm, I'd be putting my letterhead on my letters. Yeah, he doesn't claim to. That's that's my point. He's not claiming to be with a law firm. It, he, he's a collections counsel. Uh, I'll tell you here in a minute. Let me just look at his letter. Yeah, but 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 listen to this, Bill. I don't work for Walmart, so why am I going to send you a letter on Walmart letterhead? That doesn't make sense. He doesn't work for the hospital. Why would he be using the hospital letterhead? Like, why wouldn't it be, like, Bob Smith, uh, attorney at law? Why wouldn't he have his own letterhead? Like, there's nothing stopping me. If I wanted to file court papers, I could write right at the top of it from the home office of Michael Miller. I can write my own letterhead. I can write my own letterhead to send a letter to Grandma thanking her for the cookies. So well, that's just my seems point. He, he didn't. He, it's it's on it's on the hospital letterhead, you know. Um, but see, it just, it, but even it just if has the his hospital, name is Associate Collections Counsel is his title. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he maybe they have their own legal department. That's not a. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what they're doing, but it just yeah. sounds kind of weird. He could actually work for the hospital. I don't know. Yeah, some some companies have their own lawyers. I work for uh, a contractor that uh, they had they hired their own lawyer. Um, um, 
in-house, so they actually worked for the for the company. So uh, it's possible that he works yeah. for the hospital and collects, you know, yeah. and collects debts for, on behalf of the hospital. I mean, what does that then do if that's the case? Well, it, it's still somebody's trying to change the contract without your consent. Actually, they're they're trying to they're trying to trick you into giving consent. Right. Yes. Or and or scare which, you. Which I did not. Well, you kind of gave jurisdiction by filing the motion. So oh, it, 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 it did work. In the court, yeah, but I'm I I did not uh, agree to change the terms. The the original agreement, hey, I I can pay you fifty dollars a month. And when they sent me letters saying they wanted more, I did not change. I did not agree to any change. Well, what you did... How long you been paying the $50? What, what you did... Hey, how's phone, Janine? Hey. What, what you did by filing the motion was say, that's fine, I agree to let a judge decide if he's going to change the contract. Now, you gave, you gave the judge full, full permission to meddle in your private affairs and change the contract for you. Oh, I see. Like, I'm sure you've heard Carl mention this before, that the judge is just mommy, and you and your brother couldn't couldn't agree on something, and you had to go to mommy to settle your little fight. Now mommy's going to make a decision. Uh, I see. Okay. I didn't, I didn't get that, because I... It's... Uh, it's uh, well, I kind of see. Um, yeah, you 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 filed a motion agreeing to play the game of Monopoly. Now you're stuck following the, the rules of the game of Monopoly. So unless you, you write the notice. Unless you write yeah. the notice. Yeah. Unless I write the notice and and re- That's right. uh, withdraw that that motion. Is that what you said, Janine? You, um, just what Mike was saying to you before, you, you write a notice saying that you're an idiot in regards to, you know, um, in regards to their laws. Yeah, it's the same old thing. If you're not a Boy Scout, why are, why are you going to follow the Boy Scout rules? Like, if, if you've never joined up to be a Boy Scout, you don't have a uniform, you've never been to a meeting, and all of a sudden somebody says, oh, you cheated on your campfire badge. We're going to punish you according to the Boy Scout rules. I'd be like, right. I'd be like piss off, I'm not a Boy Scout. I got a lighter in my pocket. I start fires with matches. I don't, I don't need no magnifying glass. I don't rub sticks together. What are you guys talking about? Mike, can you can you also see the board? Um, yes, I think. Okay, um, face one. He's just come up with um, ask the hospital for the original payment agreement. It sounds like they don't have it. No, they don't. It was a it was a a, uh, a, a verbal agreement over the phone. There's no written. There's no written or signed agreement. Yeah, it doesn't really matter though because one is known by his actions. 
So yes. You, so and you by have been paying. Yeah, by paying you you acknowledge the debt exists, which is honorable if you actually do owe the debt. And then mm-hmm. by paying, you acknowledge the debt. And now it's all written down. You've been paying. They've been collecting. This is the status quo now. This is the new normal. This is the way things are now. So if there if if there's been, in the legal world, they call it a material change of circumstance. But if nothing big has changed, then the judge has no reason to make a ruling. Like, why, if, if, if you agree to pay me 50 bucks a month and you've been paying me 50 bucks a month for two, two and a half, ten years, that is normal. So if nothing happened, why should that change? It shouldn't. Like, if the lawyer said something, I don't know, if there was actually some good reason why you had to increase payments, he should have put it in there. Yeah, like other, if your than, contract, uh, other than if, I just want it. <laughs> yeah, if your contract said after 36 months, it goes up to 55 bucks a month. Okay, well, that's in the contract, so that's why it would change. Or I don't. It's kind of different with a hospital. They're just a they're just a corporation. It's a brick building. Like none of this money is coming out of any man or woman's pocket. Like no, no city hospital is gonna go without food. Testify. Yeah. No one's gonna. Yeah. I I know what you're saying. They don't exist. They're a fiction. And uh, it's not so you know. much that. It's that. It's it's not a man or woman that's actually suffering any kind of loss. Like no money's coming out of their pocket. They're, the the building is not going to starve if you don't pay them. Like if you decrease the payment, the hospital's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to affect right. any man or woman in any way. All it is yes. is they're bookkeeping. If, if you say if you say you're going to pay a hundred bucks a month, they have their books set up. And it's gonna their books will be at zero. Okay, this guy owes a hundred this guy owes a hundred bucks a month. As long as he keeps paying a hundred bucks a month, the account will stay at zero. If he doesn't pay, that's gonna throw our books out of whack. So if you're paying a hundred dollars a month and you can't afford to pay that anymore, you write them a letter and say, I apologize, this shit went bad, the most I can pay is fifty bucks a month now. They go, okay, no problem. Thanks for letting us know. And they scribble down in their books. Now it's 50 bucks a month. And the books are zero again, magically. That easy. They just, okay, we decrease the payments from 100 bucks a month to 50 bucks a month. They just changed their book. And now it's back at zero. Everything's good. Nobody dies because, because you can't pay them 55 a month. Yeah, Mike, no. and if they, if they refuse that payment, that means the debt's finished, isn't it? There's no more debt. Yes, they're acknowledging that there is no debt, that the debt has been paid, or the debt has been forgiven. But they haven't refused it's, any of your payments, right? No, no, they've they've, they've accepted them all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So by them accepting, so I remember payments, Carl talking about that with uh, um, what was what was that story? Um, rent the center. About yeah, yeah. The guy went in, and said, you know, hey, I can only afford to pay. 20 bucks or whatever. 
and and Rena Center, whoever was representing them, uh, wouldn't agree to it, and and the judge then just said, you know what, discharge, enjoy your couch or whatever the story was. <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, it, 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 that's that's still common sense too, because if you owe me twenty bucks. And you say, hey, Mike, I got that 20 bucks I owe you. And I say, ah, no, don't worry about it. It's okay. They just let you off the hook. Don't pay me. It's cool. But that's been forgiven. It's paid. It's done. It's over with. How how about them not accepting uh, your offer but wanting more? Uh, How does that that apply? That's double-minded. They're obviously pretty confused. I want a hundred bucks a month, so I'm not going to take fifty anymore. Okay, you fucking baby, go throw a temper tantrum. Fifty yeah, bucks. Which is a what month. He's doing. Yeah, fifty bucks a month was good for however many months, and all of a sudden now you want a hundred, so you're not going to take my fifty. <laughs> Way to go, jackass. Well, he didn't accept. Uh, I mean, they're still accepting my fifty dollar payment, but yeah, well, you know, yeah. because I did not agree to pay them. Uh, in, increase it to a hundred dollars. Now he's saying, "I want it all plus interest and court costs." Yeah, that, court that's, costs. Basically, that's basically their complaint. But but they don't say anything about me making payments. It just says that I owe them, uh, and, they, and they provide a summary of the of the bill as their exhibit, saying um, original mm-hmm. balance this, and current balance this, and we want the current balance in full. So they did. They did acknowledge that you paid off a big chunk of it. Yes. Yes. However, their uh, the original amount they have wrong on their complaint. Um, you know, which is really no big deal. But um, you know, their actual statement of what I originally owed is wrong. But the amount that I currently owe is correct according to the hospital statement. <laughs> so yes, they acknowledge that I don't owe the complete debt. In the complaint, they acknowledge you. Oh, I I still owe this amount, and that's what they're suing for is the balance. Yeah, you could write them a letter, just uh, greetings, Bob. Uh, do you believe any law exists that uh, requires me to to change the current contract or change the pay- the current uh, payment arrangement? Or agreement. They they don't have a payment arrangement. Yeah, they do. He's paying fifty bucks a month, and they're taking it. They don't have one on record. That's all they want. They just want a piece of paper that says uh, West Virginia will continue to pay fifty bucks a month, and it's just for security. It's just business, you know. But it is on paper. All of it's on paper. Yes, it is. Fifty bucks a month. I paid. No agreement on paper, Mike. I mean, it's an agreement. You are known by your actions. If I pay you and you accept it, that's. Are you going to talk to a brick building like you just said? The hospital's a brick building, and show my action to a brick building. That's not how it works. Okay. Well, the brick building has a two-dimensional paper that says he frickin' paid. So, (laughs) did he get a receipt of that? What difference does it make? Well, my bank statement. I have my bank statement that that shows all my payments from the he, from the hospital. Went, what they want to do is do proper business. Went, listen, all. listen. He went to the hospital. What's wrong with signing an agreement saying I'll pay fifty? That's all I can pay. That's all they want. 
He did. When he refused to sign that agreement, they accelerated the debt on him. That's also normal business practice, you know? I don't know what you're talking about. He went to the hospital and he got a printout of the bill, the services they provided, and the payments he's he's made. It is on paper. It is the agreement. That is the status quo. You're known by your actions. We already went through all that, that's an accounting. It's almost an agreement, but you can go to court. It is an agreement. If I say, you know what? If I say, if I say, hey, come here, and you come here, that is a contract. I'm that not a brick building, dude. Stop, it doesn't stop matter. Being double-minded. Stop being double-minded. Matter. I'm not a brick building. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. <laughs> it's very simple, West Virginia. If you just. Uh, that first paper I think you said they sent you uh, six months ago, eight months ago, was that you called it a promissory note. It's basically an agreement. Hey, we want something on paper that you and our office, the the woman acting as accounting, whatever, can put in a file. Um, you know, whatever that piece of paper is, it's just security for them and for their accounting and for how they borrow money and, and do business. It's not a not I know all that I know all that bullshit. So you're gonna walk into a hospital brick building like a man and put in a notice saying I'm a man and I, I paid fifty. Come on, that's that's ridiculous. Well, what are that's you talking about? All they want is a contract. Dude, dude, you fucking did it. What don't you he understand? Did not do it. Okay, okay, he's you're, not you're paying fifty bucks. Right now. They're not taking it. Here's what could happen right now. He could stop paying. That's what they're afraid of. Because there's yeah, no yeah, agreement, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he can okay. stop paying. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. no agreement. And so, therefore, yeah. they have no proof that he even agreed to pay the debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Okay. That's your answer, West yeah. Virginia. Yeah. Gonna, I would, I, I would, I would interrupt. Write a I notice in the fictional private court saying, you know... I, I'm paid fifty. Yeah, and well, this hey, West, West Virginia, if you can hear me, don't listen to anything he's telling you. He's a little confused. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to interrupt. I don't know why I would. I don't know why I'd want to. Uh, you know, I don't know what that promissory note truly means. I, I, I have it. They sent it to me and said, "Here, if you want to continue paying fifty dollars, sign this promissory note." And when I read Which through it, it's kind of scary yeah, looking. Prom- because you borrowed, I'm, basically in their mind, you borrowed their credit is what they're thinking. You you had work done without insurance and kind of was, you're using their services, I guess, right? Their credit, their ability to help you. And so they just want an agreement that you were going to pay it back. Even though you were, you're being honorable. That's true. There should be no need for some lawyer sending you some crap. But what they're afraid of, what the accounting department is afraid of, is that you could stop paying and they have no proof of any agreement that you owe them crap. Yeah, they do. Well, yeah, they would. Because they, uh, yeah, they, they, they could show the same thing I'm showing, that here's the services provided, here's the payments he's made. And see where it gets you. The, the, the judge is going to say, accelerated payment, full payment tomorrow. Bye. Where do you get your crystal ball from? How the fuck do you know <laughs> this man on the bench is going to say? How business works, Mike. That's what they're doing. No, he's not. He's, he's not. He's not going to change it at all. If it's been working, why change it? I mean, the hospitals. Who's ever? Who's ever pretending to be the hospital? They're the ones that bring in controversy into the court. Finding an honourable man. He's paying his fifty dollars a month until it's all paid off. He's got all the proof to to prove it. So why change it? It's I'm going to interrupt. 
Hello. This call is Mike's call. It started on 11-30-2015. What? 11-30-2015 is the oh, call. Dated. Go ahead, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. You just threw everybody off. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. I'm lost again. Thanks, yeah, Diana. for the Christmas ball. Okay. November the 30th, 2015 is the call. Okay. You're just dating it. <laughs> okay. That's all. I'm doing. Go back. Well, my yeah, computer... He, um, Sorry. I thought a verbal contract is 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 uh pretty much the same thing as uh you know a a, a written contract, especially if there's a um you know, a trail of uh of evidence to prove that verbal contract. But not with not with a brick building, you know. Mike's one hundred percent right. It, it's just an entity. It's not. It's not. If you and I could have a verbal contract and hopefully with a witness, that stands. Um, but not with the, you know, not with a piece of brick. But see, like even. Well, then why would I pay them at all? Why would I pay them at all? Why would I even bother? Why would I even, you know, why would I, then why would I want to sign a promissory note? Because then there is a contract. You know, listen, I know in my, I know in my heart that, all right, listen, they, they, they provided services for me. I broke my back. I'm sitting in the hospital and they, they did what they could to help me. I didn't have insurance, but, I, you know, they did what they, they, they provided a service to me. And I don't deny owing that. Um, and they gave me an itemized list of everything they did, but, you know, it's all in Dr. E's, but, um, you know, I, I, my well, intentions are to pay that debt. This is what I can afford, okay? If I lost my job tomorrow, um, you know, I agreed to pay $100, and I lost my job tomorrow, and I couldn't pay the 100 you know, then where would I be? I don't want to uh, agree to something that, you know, I, I thought $50 a month, um was reasonable. And, you know, their complaint is, well, it'll take you five years to pay it off. That's really their complaint. We don't want to wait that long. Yeah, but they're not sitting in front of a, a bank teller waiting for a check to come through. So who cares how long they wait? Who cares if they wait 10 billion years? It's not going in a man or woman's pocket. Right. I'm not harming any man or woman. I'm not causing any man or woman harm. Basically, that's what you're saying, right, Mike? Yeah, the, basically the way you should be looking at it is I'm a man, I'm honorable, therefore I'm bound to my word. I gave my word, I'm going to pay the debt. I've been paying the debt. I have no reason to sign a piece of paper. I don't, I've, I've been, I gave my word, I followed through with my word, and I've never wavered on it at all. There's absolutely no reason to think that I'm going to stiff anybody or that I'm going to weasel out of a bill. I'm going to continue to pay. I'm going to continue to remain in honor. And that's that. I'm not changing the contract. It's going to cause me harm if I do. If he said that to me or you, Mike, you're 100% right. That That's that a man's word. 
I, I, I agree with you. I want to do business with you because I'm the same way. But he can't walk up to the front building, front door and say that. No, not there's and a woman at that hospital or in that yes, accounting department yes, or yes, anything. Yes, he is. Yes, no, he he's is. Not. He he, no, he's not. He no, he's not. No, he's not. Bullshit. Bullshit. Prove it. He did Prove not it. talk to a blow-up doll. You're he not did not talk. Listen. He did not talk yes, to you a, are. Bullshit. He's talking to a piece of paper. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, get your telephone to write me a letter. How about that? How about you, how about you get your fucking car to write me a letter? How will you get your car to speak to me? Listen, it came from the account, the collections department. It did not come from yeah, Susie. Yeah, yeah. He does not owe money yeah, to you Susie. Know, you know what? You know what, though? Smart guy? Susie fucking wrote it down. Susie's doing her job. Yeah. Susie's Susie, not harming yeah, him. Su- listen, listen, is doing smart what guy, she listen, is listen smart guy, Susie was born a woman. Susie woke up today and a woman. And you know what? She lowered her status to that of a, of a, of a collections office worker. And it's her so, choice. And she can sit in that so, position all day long, as long as she wants, as long as so, she doesn't harm anyone. So, so while the woman's at work, she has no hands, she has no vocal cords, no ears, no eyes, nothing? Nope. She's really? not dealing with Susie. Really? He's dealing with you know what? I got an idea. I got an idea. Why don't you go to the hospital and kick the living fuck out of Susie? And then Why tell everybody. And then tell, and then tell everybody. Oh, she's just a rock. She's just a mailbox. Like, that now you woman. want me to go harm another man or woman because that's no, a crime. I'm trying to point out. That's I'm trying to point out how fucking stupid you're being. I'm trying to point out how stupid you're being. You're wasting people's time. <laughs> Susie woke up a woman. She went to work a woman. She spoke. She's like an employee when she puts she was, on her little office. That's it. She's yeah. an employee. That's it. Yeah. No she more, put no less. Employee, no she more put no her less. employee mask on and she stuck her lips through her mask. She's right there because she chose to do it and she gets paid to do it. And she's not going to come out of that costume because she's not harming anyone. Yeah, I had enough of that. Yeah, I don't know what he's going on about, but. Yeah, you you talk to a woman at the hospital, and yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. No, I know they're they they they're just a, a man or a woman. They have a title. They have a job. To, you know, they're doing a job, but still, that doesn't. They're they're still yeah. responsible. Yeah. If, if Yeah. If something happened, uh, he he's correct in that she's acting as an employee, yeah. but she's always a woman. And if she did something wrong, you could drag her into court because she's a woman. woman. Yes. So he can say whatever he wants. He's, I don't know, he's missing the point somehow. But, yeah, if you made an agreement with somebody and they signed a piece of paper, I don't care if they're, quote, the CEO of the bank. It's still Bob acting as CEO. Yeah, it's like I go to work, I, you know, I act as whatever, construction manager for those eight hours, but I'm still a man, still responsible yeah. for my actions. Yeah, when I sit down yeah. to play a game of Monopoly, I'm a man playing Monopoly. I'm acting like a car going around a little cardboard board, but I'm always a man sitting there. Like, let's not be retarded. Obviously, I'm a man. I'm rolling the dice. I'm moving the car. I'm not the car. I'm acting as the car or the boot or the dog or whatever. Right, right. 
but the the <laughs> dice don't pick themselves up and roll themselves. The car doesn't move five spaces by itself. There's a man animating that car. There's a man rolling those dice. Yeah, I see what you mean. All right. Uh, okay, so I got to... I guess I got two things to do. I need to send a notice, which basically say I'm an idiot, withdraw my motion. I didn't, you know, uh, it was submitted, or not, I don't want to use the word submitted. It was, uh, how would I say that? Written in error? Uh, uh, I, I think I think error is more like a, a flaw in a system, it's like a repeated mistake because it's a systematic error. I think I think a man would more than likely want to use the word mistake. Mistake. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I guess I guess this is this is like learning how to how how to speak all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking of learning other languages. I never knew how much I didn't know English yet. <laughs> I don't know what anybody I'm, says anymore. I don't know what they mean. It's I'm, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, anyways, uh, I'm going to interrupt. I end up doing the notice, and the court is not accepting it. They uh, want me to put in motion. Who's who's they? The court. Does it wear pants or a skirt? I have no clue. I'm going to have to unmute Aaron so he can get on here. You didn't talk to the courthouse. You didn't talk to they. You talked to a man or a woman. Correct. And they won't accept my notice. They claim Mm -hmm. that... They who? The woman acting... The woman acting as clerk or an attorney or the judge or? Clerk. And she said mm-hmm. she's not accepting it. Why? Uh, because it's a notice. Why is it not on their proper forms, quote unquote? Is that why? That uh, basically uh, why? Appar- apparently. Did you ask her to put that in writing? No, I did not. I'm guessing you didn't speak to her boss? No, I did not. Did you get her name? Mm, Yes, I did. Yeah, I'd say it's time to write her a letter. They're trying to tell me that I have to do a precipice. I don't know. Does that mean it's raining? Does that mean it's raining outside? What the hell does the precipice mean? Tell her you're not. Tell her you're not a lawyer. That exactly. That's what I end up telling them. Yeah, you're gonna have to start getting this stuff on paper. It's the same thing every week. I know. I know, Mike. Don't yell at me. Yeah, I would write her a letter and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I thought I heard on one of Carl's shows say, you know, when he, he kind of talked about this, he, uh, he went to the, I guess, the, no, the head judge, 
um, of the yeah, courthouse. But, yeah, but the thing because is, because he's he, the man. He's the man in charge. He, he's really. How did he put that? Um, but the 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 thing is, though, she didn't. She didn't ask to speak to the supervisor. She didn't get anything in paper. Like she can't jump to step six if she hasn't done step two, three, four, and five. Correct. Right. Okay. Correct. So what's step two? Write a letter. Well, if I went in there, it's 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 just being quick on your feet and throwing their own words in their face. But if you go in and you file a notice and she says, I can't accept this, it's not on the proper form. I'd be like, what are you talking about proper form? It's just a notice. And if she says, oh, well, you have to fill out this form here. Why do I have to fill out that form? There's the name of the parties. There's the case number. It's dated. It's signed. What's the problem? Oh, well, it has to be on our forms. Where is that law? Oh, it's in blah, blah, blah. Eventually, you just be polite and respectful, play her little game. You know, it's pro- you usually have a good idea what's going to come out of her mouth next anyways, but just shut up, play the game, and then just say, okay, well, um, would you be able to get your supervisor so I could speak to them? And then go around and around with the supervisor, pretty much the same conversation, and eventually they'll probably take it. If not, you go above her head, talk to Chief Justice or something. You can have the Attorney General on on the phone. You could, I don't know if the Secretary of State has anything to do with it, but you got to go through the steps. You got to go up the ladder. They can't, they can't, like, refuse to, I mean, they can, she can say that, but they can't re- really refuse that to take it, right? Because that's... Well, um, if, if I was if I was filing, um, yeah, if if okay, if if I said that I was a defendant and I was and I was filing a defense, I they could tell me that this form has to be done, that form has to be done, whatever, whatever. But if they have no jurisdiction over me and I'm not in their court, then they can't really tell me anything. But they're doing that. They're doing that. I I already told them they have no jurisdiction. What do you mean they have no jurisdiction? You're in a statutory court. You're fully under their jurisdiction. Well, Mike, um, I I, I filed a notice when I got charged with uh, some misdemeanors. Um, You know, I went, uh, Carl helped me with this. you know, I had me write some letters to the, um, actually, it was a man acting as deputy sheriff. Um, and I copied the prosecutor. And I also copied, I think, the county, uh, uh, the, the, the county lawyer. But, did you end up going on a notice of mistake? What's that? Did you end up going on a notice of mistake? No, not in that, not in that situation. Um, okay. In summary, you know, what I try to do is settle uh, the matter on the private side by writing letters offering to compensate this uh, this man acting as deputy sheriff for any harm or injury. You know, okay. And I and I wrote probably six or eight letters, um, but I copied the prosecutor. I found out who the prosecutor was. 
I sent them a copy of, of each letter. Uh, and then prior to the um, the hearing where I had to show up in their court, I, I sent in a notice. Uh, I wrote a notice and, you know, showing that, you know, hey, I tried to um, settle this uh, on a private side, but uh, for some reason, he does not want to correspond with me. I'm trying to remember what it was. And, you know, and uh, I, I took in and I filed that notice in their court. Someone saying, I think I heard someone say, you can't file notices in your court. But that notice, when I filed it into their case, they accepted it. Uh, the prosecutor got it. Um, uh, the magistrate got it. You know, so it was. They accepted it. Now, I don't know why you're. Why in your case? Maybe it's just the the the, the man or woman who's acting as a clerk is taking upon themselves to say, no, hey, I'm not accepting this. But I actually did that. I filed a notice into their case, um, and it worked. I did as you know? well. But they they end up filing it into the um, miscellaneous file. What is it? Miscellaneous? The thing is, is you let that clerk lady act like a lawyer, and you let her act like a judge. And you let her walk all over you. Like she's not a lawyer. Yeah. She can't be she can't be telling you what the law is. And she's not a judge, so she can't make a judicial determination on your paperwork. She has no business reading your paperwork. Right. Like she's if, supposed to receive it. Yeah, if you if you file a motion, she looks on the motion form, sees both parties' names are there, there's a date, there's a case number, it's signed. Okay, it's good. It goes in the blue box. That's all she does. She she doesn't read the paperwork and call her legal secretary and she's not a lawyer. She she can't interpret that crap. She's a filing clerk. Her job is to file. But they're having trouble with me doing a notice instead of a motion. But you're fully in their court. You gave jurisdiction. You're playing their game. Like you filed a motion like a month ago, didn't you? Two months ago? Yeah, yeah. two months ago. But oh, so you're you're saying... Is she saying, Mike, that now she's not... you, you, You filed a motion and now they're not accepting the notices? Any notices? They're they're not apparently they're not accepting the notice because I want the judge to sign off. Okay, I'm not I'm not well, I, I'm not knowledgeable enough to to say anything. So <laughs> I wish I could uh, had an answer for you. You see, last time I was in a courthouse, I went through the same thing like pretty much exactly and I was polite I was calm I was respectful and I let her flap her lips until she was done talking 
And then I just said, thank you for your legal advice and your judicial determination. However, I just require you to file these in the case file. Here's the case file number. And she shit her pants when I said that. Thank you for your legal determination. Thank you for your legal advice and your judicial determination. However, I require you to file these documents. In the case file. What's that? In the case file. So that's yeah. where I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting. The case file. I don't think that's got anything to do with it. I think she just pushed you around and you didn't know how to handle it. Well, that could be correct as well. Did you write the case number on top of the notice? Yes. You did? Okay. See, as a statutory actor, her job is to make sure the documents are filed a certain way. But she's just a low-level employee at the courthouse, and she doesn't have any legal training. She certainly doesn't know the law. So she's just doing what she was trained to do. Well, what I was told is they they just end up filing it, and it's it and it is just sitting there, and then it has to go into the administrator's office, and then that's where the judge ends up signing off. So she did end up taking it then. No, she took it. But it's it's it is just sitting there. You just said it's going to the administrator to make a decision. Okay, let me correct this. I was told it just sits there once you file it, it just sits there. And then until you can do and what they want you to do is do the Press to pay for determination. That's the that's that is legalese. And then once that happens, then it goes into the administrative office. So basically, whenever you put anything in the, into the court here on Pennsylvania, I got the hiccups again. Here in Pennsylvania, whenever you put anything into the court, it just sits there into the court. No, it in doesn't. In your index. No, it well, doesn't. That's what, yours that's did. what they're telling me. Yours did, because yours was deficient and she bamboozled you. Your Your thing went into a miscellaneous file, so it's happening to you, not to everybody else. No, Everybody I no, no, motions. I no. I talked with some exactly. It's, it has to do with motion or notice. And I talked. But I guarantee with, you. I guarantee you. If I walked into that same courthouse and I talked to that same clerk, my notice would not end up in a miscellaneous file. How so? Because I would have went around and around with her politely until. She realized she couldn't get past me, and then I'd have to talk to her supervisor. And then maybe a lawyer would just happen to stop by and overhear the conversation. Maybe security guards would walk by to make sure I'm not being loud and obnoxious. And then the supervisor will probably stamp it and file it for me. 
Oh, it's it's stamped. It's filed. Yeah, but it got put in a miscellaneous file. Right. Which means you're going to have to write a letter to that woman and get her to say something stupid on paper. Right. See, as it stands right now, it's all your word against hers. All she has to do is say, I don't know, she didn't know what she was talking about, and I asked her if she wanted me to put it in a miscellaneous file, and she said yes. And her boss is going to say, okay, that's good. It doesn't make a difference what she said, what you said. None of it ever happened. Because she's a statutory actor, the statutory actors are on her side. Because, come on, she's a, court, she's a clerk, a filing clerk. She wouldn't lie. I'm learning a lot here, Mike. <laughs> So where would I go from here? I just told you, write her, write her a letter. Get her to get her to say something stupid on paper. Like you could also write to her boss and say, Susie, Susie interfered with my right to access the court. I require this document to be filed. But you got to remember too, you're in their game. Like you're going in there and you're saying, I'm a duck, I'm a goose, I'm a duck, I'm a goose. And they're like, holy crap, what are you? What are you talking about? And you're like, uh, I'm a duck, I'm a goose. What do you mean, what am I? I'm a duck, I'm a goose. Like you can't file a statutory motion one day, file an I, a man notice the next day, and then file another motion the next day. They're going to be like, how, what are you smoking? How come, exactly, how come they don't recognize a notice? Because you're, you're a defendant or whatever they call it in their case. You're in their case. You've fully given jurisdiction. And they know they can bamboozle you. What what is the problem with filing a precipice? Well, isn't that their legalese? Well, didn't you just file their legalese two months ago? Aren't you fully no, I, in their jurisdiction? No, I found a notice. So again, you're saying I'm a duck, I'm a goose. You just filed a motion, and now you're trying to file a notice. No, I filed a notice. Not a motion. I filed a notice. Okay, what did you file two months ago? A notice. A motion. A notice. You're trying to tell me you didn't file a motion like two months ago. No, I did not file a motion. I filed a notice. What did Carl tell you to do? Oh, that was months ago. Okay, I thought it was two. Maybe it was more than two. I don't know. You're filing motions and you're filing notices. 
You're filing motions and then notices. You're saying, I'm a duck, I'm a goose, I'm a duck, I'm a goose. Okay. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you are. You don't know who you are. You're flipping back and forth constantly. Carl told me to do a motion. What was that? A motion of... A motion of stay. That didn't work. Then after that, I started filing notices. Who's looking over your notices and stuff before you file them? Oh, well, you are on Skype. What are you talking about? When's the last time I saw something you wrote? Aren't you on Skype? Uh, I've been on Skype for a little while, but I, I don't recall seeing your documents up there anywhere. Well, then you better go log on to Skype. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've never I've never I don't know however long ago it was the first time when you had the uh rubbish on the yard incident or whatever, but since that I don't remember helping or reviewing any of your documents. I haven't seen you post anything I don't know how long. Then you better go on Skype. Yeah, but you just said I was helping you on Skype, and I'm telling you that I don't remember helping you with any paperwork. Then it must have been the hat man. Maybe he helped you find out how to buy an iTunes card. (laughs) Exactly. I don't know, is he going around giving legal advice? (laughs) Apparently he's going around doing a lot of stuff. And Sonya just got hacked. Sonya did? Yep. Hi, Mike. There's Sonya. Hi, Michael. Oh, don't call him Michael. He doesn't like that. I love that name. He doesn't, he doesn't like it. How do you know I don't like it? Because you already told me too many times. I don't like that name. I didn't say I don't like it. Oh, you like? Then you like it? Can I check? That's yeah, all right. Can I check? I don't usually go by it. That's all right. Can I check? Oh, I, I love that name. They're all pretty cool names. I love that name. Mike, can I chat with you about that issue? What's that? Being Skyped? I was just wondering. Are being hacked? Yeah, I was just wondering if I could talk with Mike for a couple of minutes about that that issue of uh, us getting hacked. Yeah. You got time? Yeah. You don't mind, Janine, just for a few minutes? Um, just to, since there's so many on Mike's call here, I thought, well, maybe I could uh, explain what has happened at my end, and hopefully it'll help others not to get in the same position. Um uh, I'll try and explain. You know, when you get yourself into a trap, sometimes you do, you're not sure of every single step how you got there. But uh, what happened with me, I believe, 
was uh, when I was reading through Common Law Mike, and I, you know, I was watching your posts and waiting to see if you had gotten back. And I, I saw this post that said, uh, oh, this is my new blog. Check it out and support me. So I said, okay, Mike, I'll do that. I'll check it out. And uh, the man or woman says, okay, great, thanks. So I clicked on this blog, and um, it didn't look like a blog to me, so I just clicked out of it. I didn't go anywhere in it. So it didn't seem to be very long after that. I was talking to a woman in the private on Skype, and my Skype just shut down. And then it asked me to re-sign in. So I tried to re-sign in with my password and everything, and I couldn't get in. So I tried it two or three times, and I still couldn't get in. And I thought, oh, well, this is great. So I thought, well, I'll change my password. So I went and changed my password, but I still couldn't get in. And ever since then, um, I haven't been able to get in, and that's been uh, since last night. So it's been about 24 hours and so whatever's been going on in my name has not been me. And so I I am still hacked. Um, I started a new account, and um, so I've been tossing it around today. And uh, so a few few friends I've got lined up into a new account. But I have been working on tonight trying to get my old account back because, you know, I've got a lot of information in there. I've got some private rooms with my own private links put in so uh, so I can save material in there. So I made myself a private room. And, of course, lots of contacts that, uh, you know, you don't have their, their email address or I don't have their phone number. So, um, you know, a lot of my contacts I've lost. So it's like they just... Um, you know, they just rob you and take everything you've got, and, um, you know, it's gone. So my my account is still hacked. So anything that anyone gets um, in my name through that account is not me. And um, I urge friends not to click on any links. And that I think that's the mistake I made. I'm not sure, but I think that's what happened. Because there, and there's, um, I know a few men and women might know Master Lewis. His name's Lewis, and he got into the same conversation through my name about the same blog, Mike, that was being used in your name. And I could actually send that link around. It's exactly the same as it was in your room in your common law room and it was supposed to be a blog of you and it's not it's it's some sort of catch anyway so that's how that happened with me and i just wanted you all to know that what i would do is delete me as my old contact um <clears throat> what name i am using now in um, in skype is my second name and my second name is jean so it's Jean Sonia Patterson. So um, if you see me around there and you want to um, connect with me again, 
that's the name I'm using right now, but I am going to try and get back into my old account and knock those buggers back out of there, you know, because they're uh, basically robbing me. So I'm determined to get that back. Yeah, Vital, he was telling me how to fix it. Um, I, I, I'm not, I don't fully understand it yet, but I think what you have to do is, I think you have to contact Skype, tell them that you've been hacked and you need to reset your password. And then I think they'll send you a new temporary password and you use that password to get in and then you change your own password from there. Mm-hmm. I've done that several times tonight, Mike. Um, I was sent a link and so I went into a web page that uh, exactly that had happened. They said, uh, "Have you? do you believe you've been hacked or did you just forget your password? And I put, I believe I was hacked. And they will ask you the question, why do you believe you were hacked? And I say, because others told me so, and I cannot get into my account. So I cannot get into my account, and others have told me, you know, because they're familiar, you know, with us, Mike, how we speak and how we talk, and we don't ask for I- iTunes cards <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody that knows me knows I have no freaking clue what a blog is, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't buy iTunes cards. Yeah, so... Um, Anyway, they they were using the same thing with me, saying that Osanya, I got a I got a I got a blog, so click into my blog and support me, please. And I don't know what else they've been saying because I haven't been able to get there. But I have been trying to get back in doing that that technique that Vitel has said and and others have said, and up to now it hasn't worked. So some other ones were saying, well, it might take a week. I thought, well, I don't understand that. If you're going to get in, you're going to get in. Why does it take a week? I, I don't get that. But anyway, I just thought I'd fill you in, let you know uh, what has happened on my end. Um, I hear, Mike, you and I are the talk of the town, and, and you know, we're like a Bonnie and Clyde here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God no one else has gotten to this mess. But um, anyway, just so, you know, it's a learning experience. And, um, you know, it'll only make us stronger because we have to try to stick together here, eh? Because it could be somebody trying to take the common law Skype down. Who knows, eh? You know, who knows? Yeah, I think it's more just somebody found a good scam to make money. Sure. Because uh, apparently what the scam is, is he tells people to buy iTunes cards and send him the PIN number on Skype. And then he and then he sells the pin numbers for a discounted price. That's all it is. He found a scam where he can get people to buy him iTunes cards. He can sell the iTunes card pin numbers. Hmm. Wow. Well, it it can ruin us, hey? Like it 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 causes us a lot of problems here in the Skype rooms if if this continues. Yeah, so far it hasn't really caused me any problems except I can't get into Skype, but I I didn't even actually care about it and then I thought about it uh like he can he could be using my name and sending out contact requests in my name. He could be doing like he could probably be I don't know, sending a million contact requests a day. Mhm. Yeah. But I don't know if uh, I don't know if there's any way he can uh, get to my email accounts or anything else, but or my PayPal account. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I'll let you know for sure, Mike, if I find something out. I have been talking with uh, uh, a man in another room that says that he has talked with uh, a one woman specifically that has gotten hers back. And I think one woman, it took a week, and another woman, I think, or another man or woman, it took them three weeks. But it is possible. So it would be nice to knock them right back on their asses right out of our rooms, you know, and, and stop them if we can. It, it, because, you know, if they start doing this to everyone, it, it's going to really cause some problems because, uh, you know, if we can't trust. This is a the thing. Then we're going to wonder, oh, is this link, you know, uh, from our friend, you know, is this one hacked or is that one hacked? So if we can knock them right, right the heck out of our, you know, out of our rooms, then that'll be good. So I'll definitely let you know what I find out and I'll keep our friends posted on anything that I find and, and uh, okay. Okay, thanks. Okay. Great, so Mike. Take care. Okay. Yeah, if I uh, if I find out from Vital, is I guess he's probably you're probably doing the exact same thing he's doing, but I don't know if I can uh, if I can get mine working. I'll let you know. Well, thank you. Super. Okay. But yeah. if I uh, but if I if I get a hold of you and ask you to buy me an iTunes card, don't do it. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I do. Yeah, anyway, like I said, my, my Skype name now is Jean Sonia. Jean. So just so you know that that is I. <laughs> okay. Okay, God bless everybody and have a good night. You too. Bye. Okay, thanks, Mike. Bye-bye. Would everybody hang up? No, this is Joe from West Virginia. I'm still on. Listening and watching the chat board. (coughs) Hey, Mike. um, Regarding that notice that uh, uh, the one lady said that they would not, uh, the clerk would not accept. Um, in a prior case earlier this year when I filed a notice, I mean, she had me handwrite the case numbers, there's three case numbers, on top of the notice, and then she received it. I I got a stamped copy, and then I went back, I think a day or two later, to verify, have her verify that the prosecutor received um, a copy of that notice, and she made some phone calls, and uh, and she said yes, they do have it on her desk. So yeah, I don't the, understand. I don't understand why. You know, maybe she just uh, has someone there, and uh, that clerk is just, um, you know, giving her a hard time. Um, well, I, I've noticed that some places are different. Like there's, I don't know if it's different states or if it's different counties or different cities or what's going on but I've noticed some places anybody can file anything anytime and nobody even gives a rat's ass and then there's other places where nobody can get anything filed 
I think, I don't know, I think it's partly the process and procedure of specific counties or courthouses. And I, I'm also pretty sure it's got to be something to do with uh, everybody, every, like every man and woman is different. Like you say hi to me, I might say hi back. Maybe that you say hi to my neighbor and he'll say hello instead. Maybe you ask somebody, you say hi to somebody else and they'll just flat out ignore you. You never really know what response you're going to get from who because everybody's different. But I think I think there's something to do with the location. Or I think more specifically the 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 normal way they they do things at that courthouse. Like there's probably a court administrator or a chief judge telling people, yeah, when you get somebody come in with IMN notices, do this. And it's not according to the rules of civil procedure. It's just their little house rules. Okay, I I got it. Uh, let me ask you something. I was on a chat with. Uh... Uh, talking to Facebook about these uh, notices, you know, and, you know, uh, I've heard Carl talk about, you know, it's not your case, and he was very adamant about it. It's not your case. It's their case. It's their ingredients. you got to open your own case. Um, so, you know, when I file a note, when I, when I file that notice, and I put their case number on it. What happens to that notice if it's not if it's not part of their case? Uh, how does it affect it? You know what I mean. Well, see, that also gets into every man and woman is different too. Um, like maybe maybe a judge might take your first three notices. And say, I had enough of this shit. I'm not accepting any more notices from you. And then maybe they'll go up to the clerk, the head clerk or something, and just say, yeah, just tell everybody next time that Mike guy comes in here to file one of his IMN nonsense notices, don't take it. Okay, so... so What I would do... But if, they, if is, you can't file a notice into their case, if it's like, like Carl says, it's their case, you know, it's not mine. You have to follow your own case. So, you know, and I, I think I've heard him say this before, is, um, you know, you need to follow your own claim. So, like, yeah, but, let's, but say, let's say I got, this, I got this summons. I should have immediately went down and filed my own claim so I can, but, so I can build my own case, but here's you know, at a common law side. But right. here's my problem is if you can't, get a notice filed, you can't beat a speeding ticket, how are you going to hold your own court, write your own claim, properly issue the summonses and subpoenas, serve and file everything properly, write your rules of court, all your exhibits, and right. well, go you, in there. You, well, that requires a lot of study. That's why I, I went, like I was saying earlier, that's why I went and and took that uh, jurisdictionary started taking it. I haven't finished it yet. A jurisdictionary course, it's equity based, but it uh, it it, it, it kind of gave me an idea of how the flow, of the, the process, the paperwork. You know, so when I first started listening to this stuff, I didn't know what the hell an order was. You know, what's it? What do you mean? What's an order? You know, um, 
you know, and what's a what's a notice? I, I didn't know any of this stuff. Um, so I I, I I decided that I'm going to try to learn about this stuff, but I'm I'm a little skeptical about the different about you know learning too much legalese or trying to learn legalese. What's legalese? What should I learn? What should I not learn? You know, but I, I'm not finding this the common law. I, I know I hear I hear it said over and over that it's simple. It's simple. But for some reason, I don't understand it, and and uh, I, I can't separate. I'm having a hard time separating the two. You know, the the court of record, common law court of record, and then their statutory courts. You know, do they do they are they parallel? Like like uh, I think I you said earlier that they they have theirs are loosely theirs are based on our common law also, but they're private you know, statutory, uh, you know, they're, they're the Boy Scouts rules. Well, look at it this way. In, in, in the Boy Scout Hall, maybe it's not specifically written down, but they follow the rule that you can't kill other Boy Scouts. You can't kill a Boy Scout leader. You can't kill a Boy Scout's mother or father. It's just wrong. Boy Scouts have to follow the law also. The they're law. not allowed. Right. They're not. They're not allowed to break the law. But, but they whatever have you their... file, whatever you file, make sure it is in the right index. Well, I don't. Well, think let, me, I... let me say this. Let me say this. When you, so, I understand that most people understand that. You know what? Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal. The, those basic, you know, laws that apply to all man. Okay. Um, so, using that theory, I, I shouldn't need to learn anything about court or, you know, their procedures or anything like that. Even, the, you know, the so-called English common law, you know, precedents and, and, and all that stuff. I should be able to just say, you know what, this this man has caused me, caused me harm. You know, he stole my property. Um and then, and, you know, and give my, my evidence, and that would be it. I, I should have to say no more. I, I, I shouldn't need to have any formal training or procedure on how to do this stuff. No. That's, you where, that's, where, that's where I'm getting confused because, you know, it's, they, it's so complicated, and, and I keep thinking I have to learn all these rules, all these procedures, even on a common law side because, you know, I, I see, you know, it, and you do. I, I look at Carl's examples, and he's got order, and he uses, you know, um, they're not, I don't want to say legalese, but, um, you know, there's specific words and stuff that you use, even in common law. So de- deciphering that, the difference between the legalese and the common common law side is, is I find it difficult, you know. It's hard for me to just say, hey, you did me wrong. Who's making all that feedback? Somebody tell me who's making the noise. I don't know who that was. There's a an, there's an echo in the background. Yeah, I don't know who to mute. Oh, there's not even many people on the call. There's a half a dozen. Yeah, I don't know where that echo is coming from. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Giant, I, I don't. Giant names uh, popping up on the board. Yeah, I don't know. Whoever's not talking, press star six. Sounds like it's gone. Yeah. But um, I don't. I don't think the words are really all that much the same. Um, I guess a few of them, but generally, any word that has any significance whatsoever. I, if it's a, if they use it in legalese, I don't use it. Like, uh, for example, the term baritry, as far as I know, baritry is a common law term and it is also a legalese term. So I will not use it. Um, right. But, but here, here's my point, you know, a, a simple man like myself, you know, um, who uh, up until just this year had never, uh, other than paying a traffic ticket, had never been to court, um, you know, uh, and then and then you know so. Well, look at it this way: back in the day, nobody had an education. When right, you were right. when, when, when you were four years money. old, yeah, when you were four years old, you're helping your mom bake pies. When you were eight years old, you went out and you fed the chickens and milked the cows. And then when you got a little older, you did the big boy work on the farm. And you had no education. Your edu- Well, no, quote, formal education. Your education was life. And, it, like, the law is supposed to be written so uh, so somebody in grade three can understand. Like, if, if a three-year-old can't understand it, it's not proper law. That's right, and I think it is. I think me- most people know the law intuitively, you know, um, I know, I know the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, okay. but but there's a lot of stuff that's not law that you believe is. That's the problem. But right. you know, you can you know you can't go around stabbing people. That's ridiculous. Everybody knows you can't do that. But you might think that, oh yeah, everybody that drives a car has to have a driver's license. That's what most people think. People think a driver's license is the law. Not the law; it's some private code. Right, right. But I didn't know that. You know, I, I was taught, okay, you know, you got to get your driver's license. You know, uh, I was taught uh, you got to file taxes. You know, income taxes. And I was, I was taught all these things that my parents thought were the law. You know, yeah, because, because so, they're so we're conditioned to believe that all these different things. You know, we got to file, we got to follow all these codes, all these regulations. You know. Uh, so I guess changing that mindset is is what's difficult and understanding the simplicity about the difference between right and wrong. You know, you did, you know, as as example, Carl uses, you know, me, Tarzan, you, Jane. Jane took my bone. I want bone returned. <laughs> yep. You know. Well, well, everybody's heard the saying that uh, ignorance ignorance of the law is no excuse. That's because you don't have, you don't need to be a lawyer or rocket scientist to understand the law. It's the codes that you need to be a lawyer for. Right, but we we don't we we don't um we you know like if if I think how do you, how do you get out of that how do you get out of that stuff though? You just realize that it's all a bunch of bullshit. Like if, yeah, but. If, it, if you Bob can't just Smith, ignore it because they, they, they come after your... Okay, listen, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll answer it for you right here. 
Okay. If some attorney named Bob sends me a 30-page document with all this legalese bullshit in it, I'm not going to waste my time. I might read it because it's hilarious, but I'm going to, I'm going to look to see the date. I'm going to look to see who it's from. I'm going to look to see who the parties are. I'm going to look to see if it's signed and I might just skim through it a little bit for a laugh, but I'm not reading all 30 pages. Uh, I'm just going to piss myself laughing and then I'm going to get my pen and paper out. I'm going to write, greetings, Bob. Thank you for your letter. I don't understand. What do you wish that I do? This 30 pages goes right in the garbage. I don't understand that shit you sent me, Bob. Tell me plain English. What do you want? What do you wish that I do? Tell me plain English. Spit it but out. You do re- but you do respond to it. You don't just ignore yeah. it. Yeah, I say thank you. I accept it. Thank you. Thank you for your letter. I don't understand it. What do you wish that I do? I don't care if it's an order. I don't care if it's a motion. I don't care if it's an application. Thanks for your letter. Whatever the fuck it means. Thanks for your letter. What do you What do you want me to do? I don't get it. Not a lawyer, Bob. I'm a friggin' idiot. Just tell me in plain English. I don't know if he wants to order me. He can put an order in writing. If he wants to convince me of something, he could. But tell me in plain English. I don't know all these fancy lawyer words. All your fancy book learning doesn't mean anything to me. So, I, I I I I love this whole this whole way of doing things because I'll admit it I get pretty lazy sometimes. If I can just throw thirty pages in the garbage and write back two sentences, one sentence. Thanks for your letter. I don't understand what you wish that I do. Kind regards. Send it off. I'm done. That was easy. Wow. And they hate it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 oh, I'm sure they do, but you know, um, I'm, I'm still, I, I'm just, it's not registering because, you know, I get this civil summons. Okay, it's all statutory, it's all legalese. Okay, um, you know, oh, do I just write back and say, you know, yeah, it, it, greetings, somebody... greetings. Ed, I I don't know what this means. What yeah, can I do for you? Yeah, thank you for thank you for your quote summons. Just put in quotes showing that it's his word, whatever a summons is, I don't know. But thank okay. you for your summons. See a copy and closed. I don't understand what do you wish that I do. You don't have to you don't have to talk about anything. Yeah, here's here's that crap you sent me. I don't know what it means. He knows exactly what he sent you. You sent him a copy. Yeah, thanks for your subpoena or thanks for your summons. And send it right back to him and close it with your letter. I don't I don't understand your quote summons. Let him write back. Oh well uh you are required tr- yeah. Right. Instead of trying to understand it, which I'm tr- which which is what I'm doing, I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to speak their language. I should just say, listen, you know what? I got this in the mail from you, Bob. What does it, you know, I don't know what it means. What is yeah, it that you wish? See, like, I would trying, I would be trying really hard not to laugh. But if I was Cheyenne and I was trying to file a notice and that lady said to me, oh, well, you have to do a press a pay, blah, blah, blah. I'd, I'd be like, press a 
pre- press it. Well, I, I, it's not raining out. Like, I just play stupid. I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I would be yeah, trying I look, I look so hard. I'd be trying so hard not to laugh, but I just totally pretend I haven't, I've never heard that word before. Precipitation. No, it's not raining. I keep a straight face as hard as I could, but I, on the inside, I'd be pissing my pants laughing. Oh, I know what she's going to say to this one. Watch this. I'll be laughing on the inside. I'll just keep a straight face and just play the idiot. I play that idiot card to death. Like when when somebody says, "Oh, anyone who anyone who tries to file a document has to blah blah blah." Anyone, anyone, what? The first word out of her mouth was anyone. Anyone rock? Anyone mailbox? Anyone? Anyone what? Just just play the idiot right from right from the start. And it's a valid question. Like anyone who's a defendant or a plaintiff, anyone who's an attorney, anyone, we mean anyone, anyone what? Like that's, that's so general. That's so void. It's so vague. Anyone. Like everybody on the planet, what every dog, every mailbox, every one of everything. We mean everyone. Most general ridiculous term I ever heard. That's not law. So the the, the trick is to to uh, question the words. Yeah. Just just question words like uh, you know, yeah. dear taxpayer. Uh, who are you talking to? What's that mean? <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> right. But, but like, I don't know why people don't see what. Well, obviously Carl does. I'm sure Gus sees it, but. When I read lawyer letters, holy shit, do I laugh. Like, lawyer letters, they start out, we represent our client. Think about how stupid that is. We represent our client. On top of the fact, who is we? But, uh, what? obviously, you don't represent my client. Like, what are you talking about? We represent our client. Uh, Everything they say, you could just pick it apart so easy. But nobody thinks about it when they when when you read a lawyer letter and it says we everybody's like oh we is a law firm okay yeah and you just fill in the blanks for him he doesn't have to say anything right we just presume it all we're so smart oh I know what we, we means we just assume that we is that that a man or a woman or somebody yeah you know, or or several men you know of them that that are doing this so yeah they're not specific they don't define we. I was talking to somebody the other day and he got an email from a statutory actor and it says, and and she referred to herself as this writer. This writer believes that you blah, 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 blah. And you have not, you have not responded to this writer, like talking about herself in the third person or something like the kind of personality disorder. She's just deathly afraid to say I, she didn't want to put her name. She didn't want to say, oh, it's me. I'm liable. This writer. Does she have any idea how retarded that sounds? But somebody probably told her, you probably don't want to be taking the credit or blame for anything in this. Hmm. All right. Now I'm thoroughly confused. 
stay up or something? Yeah. Yeah. Let me. Uh, I'll mute out. Thanks. Thanks for. Uh, thanks for the conversation. No, I, I, I was going to offer it to you, my friend. Oh, to me. Actually. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm but sorry. that's okay. You can mute out if you wish. The. No, uh, you know what? I've been on this stuff for less than a year, and I know exactly. I feel I can relate very much to what you're struggling with, <clears throat> and what it is. It's not. It's. It's unlearning that is making it so difficult. It's not learning the simplicity of it. It's unlearning what we've been taught throughout our whole lives as being what is real or what words mean. Like like Mike said earlier tonight, you know, he didn't realize how little he knew the English language. Well, it's it's that kind of way of laughing about the fact that this matrix that has us believing a thing is imbued in every aspect of our existence in society. And unlearning that and discovering how to break away from that is what is so difficult because it, it means shattering so many beliefs and conceptions and presumptions that we've made all our lives. That's why it's so freaking hard. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. So it's it's like Carl says, it's a way of life. And I'm I'm telling you, man, it is a bitch to realize just how deep the cancer has metastasized into our into our core as far as what is such bullshit. And what the simplicity is is like it's like a breath of fresh, cool air on a early morning and it's so different than what we embrace daily, hourly, moment by moment. There's people like Mike who try to make that presence in these kinds of talk shows. I want to thank you, Mike, for doing that. But I just wanted to share my two cents as why it's so freaking hard. That's all I had to say. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, it's a bit of a kick in the brain to find out that everything you believed was a lie. But once once you know the game, you're already way ahead of everybody else because now you know something's up. And you don't fully understand it, but you know roughly what's going on. And the more and more you learn, the funnier and funnier it all becomes. Eventually, like, I don't know if it's going to be the same for you, but for me, it just seemed like I was running around collecting all this information, listening to Carl 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I was just ramming so much, so much information into my brain, but it was just bouncing around in there. And it, it took a while to actually start thinking about things, uh, like very specific concepts and fully understanding them. And then look at another piece of the puzzle and think about it real hard. And then you start putting the pieces back, you start putting the pieces together and the picture becomes a little clearer. And now it's easier to put the, the pieces together. And the more puzzle pieces you put together, the clearer the picture becomes. And eventually things will just snap into place. But you'll probably go through like, like two months where you think you haven't really learned much in the last two months. And then two weeks later, all of a sudden somebody will ask you a question and you'll just ramble on for 25 minutes and give a 
smoking hot answer. And you'll be like, holy shit, I know actually more than I thought. And trying to explain it to somebody else forced it, forces you to connect the dots in your own head so you can get it out and explain it to them. And just the more you can put the pieces together, the more you, you think about it. The more you talk about it, the more you help people with what you do understand, the, the faster you learn this stuff. Like if you're absolutely clueless and brand new, it's not recommended that you go trying to help people get their kids back. But if somebody wants advice on a speeding ticket, you can explain to them what you know and get them into the Skype rooms. And the, the thing is you want to get people to learn this stuff for themselves. You don't want to just one-on-one ram, ram a bunch of notices down somebody's throat and say, just go do this. It's a whole journey to put the pieces together. You can't just, you can't just have all the pieces thrown at you and think you're going to see it. It'll take a while. Right, right. Well, it's, I think my wake-up point was, uh, well, it was probably about eight years ago, actually, when I moved from Virginia Beach, Virginia, to West Virginia, and the city of Virginia Beach, because I didn't change or re-register my cars right away in West Virginia, I got a, a personal property tax bill from Virginia Beach. And I called and said, listen, I haven't lived there. I moved out December 31st. I didn't live there at all during this part of the year. And they said, well, it doesn't matter. Your vehicles are registered here. Uh, therefore, you get to pay the personal property tax. And uh, I said, well, I'm not paying it. And they said, well, well, they will garnish your check. And I said, well, go ahead and garnish my check, but I'm not writing you a check. And they did. They garnished my check and took the money. So I was like, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong. And, of course, I've been uh, trying to learn ever since uh, some crazy stuff too, actually. But, uh, you know, hopefully I'll uh, figure out the, uh, the, the truth. Yeah, I know. Please. Please donate to Mike. Mike, yeah. is your website still up? As, yeah. And yeah. Is it safe? Yeah, as far as I know, uh, the only thing that got affected was my Skype account. My emails, everything else seems to be working fine. Okay, please donate to Mike. He he gives us so much information and time. And it's com- what is it, commonlaw.com? Yep. yep. Yeah, my website really, really, really sucks, but the donate button works. So please, people, donate to Mike. He, he gives us so much great info. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Mike, I took up uh, a, lot of your, a lot of the time, so I'm going to... I'm going to mute out here and just uh, watch the board and listen for a while. So uh, I appreciate your help. Yeah, no problem. Talk to you soon. All right, Mike. Thanks. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Hey. Keeping busy, I guess, eh? Uh, well, things have been actually a lot quieter now that uh, I can't get into Skype. Yeah. I remember that, uh, that letter that I got from... Uh, that was a questionnaire to be a juror. Yep. Remember that one? Yep. I wrote back 
was it? Uh, are you asking for the man or the person? I think that was three yeah. weeks ago. I haven't heard anything back yet. <laughs> you probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe tomorrow I'll get something, but, you know, so far, three weeks later, I haven't gotten anything. So. <laughs> Just playing with it. Right? If you can get on a jury, you can probably help somebody. Yeah, that's he's. Uh, we've had this conversation. He's super busy, and if he gets caught up in some kind of crazy murder trial, it'll destroy his his whole way of doing things. Mm-hmm. But I agree, though. Uh, I years ago, before I knew Carl, or before I even heard of Carl, I uh, I got my well, not even my. I got the the legal person's name removed from the voters' registry. And then once I started learning more about the common law, I kind of, I've been, I just been kind of lazy. I forget about it, but I'm going to actually get my, uh, the legal name that I use, I'm going to get it put back on the voters registry because I would love to be on a a jury. Yeah, I don't mind being on a jury, I guess, but I'd rather be on a common law jury, a court of record jury. Yeah. one One of their type of courts. I think you got a better chance of getting struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they haven't answered, anyways. Yeah, Not even if it uh, even if it was a full out statutory case and it was a boring case, I think there'd still be uh, quite a bit of experience. Well, there's just, a, there's a lot of things actually. Like you know, you talk to some people about people that have been on juries and that. One guy I know, they had parking spots for them at the courthouse. Juror one, <laughs> juror two, juror three, and the guy's like, "I'm not parking here. I don't." The guy's gonna walk out here or something and see all the cars and license plates and everything else. Are you crazy? Yeah, write my plate and slit my throat. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, park yeah. there. <laughs> and that's customer parking. <laughs> <sighs> he's like, "I'm not." So he ended up parking at the mall across the road. But he's like, "This is insane." Like. And then, you know, how they can tie your life up, right? You know, put you in a hotel and have a guard outside your room and all this other stuff. So you're not talking with anyone else or coercing them into something or whatever, right? I was, uh, um, you'll have a look. If you have a look at your jury notice, it'll all be in all capital letters. And I responded and I went on, you know, I put my name down for jury service this time and got in there just last week. And we had to go through this whole one-hour seminar of what it's like to be a juror and what happens if they do this and what happens if they do that and what happens if they say stand by and, you know, and you can all be... And I'm still on. So for the next two weeks, I've got to check the law list. But it was a real quick case because no sooner do we get in there and the jury wasn't even picked and we were sitting in there and the judge turned around and said, how do you plead? You've been, you know, you've been charged with stabbing somebody. How do you plead? And the guy just stood up and said, guilty. (laughs) So that's how quick it was. And the the judge just said, I'm sorry to call you jurors in. You're no longer required. Right. I got a a guy I'm working with right that I work with, and he's been off for the last week. You know, so sometimes it's short if they give up that quick, or sometimes it can be long depending on what it is. Yeah, it'd probably uh, suck to be uh, to, to be picked for something like an OJ trial. 
Yeah, there was well, there, there was a murder case here that was really bad. I I didn't even go to it because not only did he he kill his wife and that, but he set her on fire. He, you know, I mean, he it was really graphic what he did, mm. and I thought oh, I'm not going. I'm not even going on that case. And my friend, she's actually um, she's actually the the um, she writes up everything for the high court judge here. And um, she just said to me, she said, oh, she said, I'm glad they never put in the paper, you know, just how graphic it was. She said, because it was absolutely, you know, it made a lot of people sick that was actually on the jury. I'm glad I wasn't on there and I'm glad I didn't listen to that case. It was really bad. It can be life changing once you see stuff like that, too. Mm. I'd rather not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the funny and, thing too is um is it's all voluntary. They send you the form, you fill it out, and you send it back to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they just choose um well, they've called up 170 odd people from the community to be jurors. You know, so how many of those jurors that they're calling up from the community would know anything about law? Probably Hardly not any. any of, uh, well, not even me, really. I'm only learning, even. Um, you know, so no, there wouldn't be be any. They'd just hear all the, they'd just hear everything that was coming up and decide from decide from there. Mhm. Yeah, to be a to be a juror, you have your name has to be on the voters registry. I'm not sure if it's the same in Australia, but in Canada, they take the the list of names straight off the voters list. Yeah, and you can't have any um, you know, anything about against your name, like you know, like if you have been in in prison or things like that, you're not included. Really? Yeah, I think so. Um, they asked you, have you, well, I don't know, but they do ask you, you know, have you ever been imprisoned um, or um, just things like that. They they ask you that question. Yeah, just because they ask you the question doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be a juror if you've been in jail. Okay, all right. Hey, Mike. Hey. What is the difference between being voluntary or involuntary? When you agree to it, when you're forced. Like if somebody says, there's a fire 10 miles, there's a wildfire in the bush 10 miles out of town, who wants to help put the fire out? Does anyone volunteer to help? I do, I do. You choose to do it. You agree to it. Whereas if a bunch of guys with guns come into the bar and say, okay, all you assholes, jump on the truck, we're going to fight the fire, it's mandatory. And you're forced at gunpoint to go and put out the fire, that's involuntary. You didn't really have a choice, get shot or do it. I guess you had a choice, get shot or or do it or get shot, but... All right, thank you.
I, I, the reason I ask that is a lot of documents I'm reading, is it voluntary or involuntary? I don't know what what documents and what is it what is it saying? Oh, that would be bankruptcy. Be a little more specific. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of. That's like wide open. Well, I'm sorry. It's just more in bankruptcy, chapter thirteen. Involuntary, voluntary. Yeah, involuntary what? I guess. Either consent or not consent. Exactly. For you to consent or not consent. Correct. Yeah, another synonym could be optional. (laughs) <laughs> right if you're filling out a form and there's a space for your email it might say optional right that, it does that, that means you're either voluntarily giving your email or you're not giving your email there's a right. choice right it's involuntary yeah if somebody says uh going to blow a hole in your head if you don't put your email address down, then it's kind of hard to say you volunteered for that. But I mean, once you wake up and 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 take common law, and you, and then you end up seeing the paperwork, it it really blows your mind away. Yeah, I laugh my head off when I read it. Like I don't I don't like reading codes and statutes and stuff like that, but I love reading lawyer letters. Orders are pretty funny sometimes too. Motions from attorneys. That stuff makes me laugh. <laughs> and the words they use too. <laughs> like start looking up uh some of the legalese terms and add them online. It's hilarious. Yeah, just once you once you see how the game is played, it's just funny. It's kind of like there's this huge joke going on right in front of you, and you're the only one that sees it. It's kind of like being behind the stage at the play. You get to see all the other stuff that nobody else sees. I don't know, three years ago, I used to get an order in the mail and I shit my pants. Now I open the mailbox and I see something from the courthouse. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. I can't even wait to get home to read it. I got it cracked open before I get out of the post office.
quiet again. I don't know. Anyone have anyone have a question? Yes, I have a question. Oh, go ahead, sir. All right. Um, this has to do with the, uh, the property tax. What? I have a. This has to do with the property tax. Can you hear me okay? Property tax. Yes. Everybody hear me all right? Come on. Yes. Go on. Yeah. Okay. Cutting in and out here. I, uh, I have a, a property that I'm uh, not around very much with people that are there. Uh, have not been forwarding any mail that uh, that comes there for me. What so I have state? not received. What state? Illinois. So I'm, I'm sure there's been some uh, assessments and notices that have been sent there, but I have not received any of those. Uh, by looking at the, uh, the the county records, there is a uh, sum that is due. According to their records, how would I go about uh, addressing that? Uh, what would be a good way to to start out the uh, start out the letter writing to them? Just to let them know that I have not received any uh, any assessments or statements from them, but I did notice that they have a an amount due on their website. Oh, sorry, I was muted. Um, did you say that nobody nobody has sent you anything? Right, there's some some other people staying at that property, and they have not been forwarding any mail that uh, was supposed to get to me. Go get it. So I haven't uh, haven't gotten any mail, even though uh, I'm sure something has been sent in the mail about the uh, assessment or amount that is due uh, the payments and so like forth. are you are you disputing the debt or the amount or anything or you're just going to pay it um i was hoping to uh reduce the amount if nothing else i know it's kind of late in the year right now uh, to uh, try to do a whole lot with us so for right now i figured it'd probably be easier just to uh, uh maybe get a uh some sort of letter back from them stating uh, how the taxes were paid or what, how the taxes were used last year uh, and yeah. what they were used for. Yeah, usually when it comes to taxes, I don't know, I don't really know a whole lot about taxes, but um, it might be a good idea if you don't feel that confident. If it's not a big deal, you could just pay your taxes this year and continue to study. So by next year, you can have your letters out and be a little more prepared to handle the situation. Or you could just start out one letter at a time, very short, simple, and just take a super long time to straighten this out. Just ask one question at a time. Just very 
very mild, simple questions in the beginning. Um, yeah, you could you could ask you you could ask uh, like you could you could just do you, do you know I guess you don't know the name of a man or woman working there, do you? That you could just write to. No, I'm sure I could find out uh, who the tax assessor is. I would imagine uh, he would be. Uh, it might be not. It might not be the person that is uh, sending the letters to me, but I'm sure you know, he's kind of at the top of the chain, as far as I can tell. I think it would be treasurer. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if he's done anything with it recently, but. Uh, I was talking to somebody a long time ago and uh, I told them to just write to whoever it was and ask them for a breakdown of where, quote, his property taxes from last year went. And sure enough, they sent them a breakdown. You paid this much in taxes, this much went to sewer and water, this much... Okay. Uh, and if you uh, pick and choose from those uh, services on which ones uh, uh, that you agree to, uh, do they dispute uh, the paying the lesser amount? I want to end up mentioning the treasury. The tax assessor yes. assesses and sends it to the treasurer. I'm sorry, repeat that again? The tax assessor just does the assessment, makes a bill, and I think it goes to the treasurer in collection. And that office would be what? County treasurer should be able to tell you an amount. See, I'm having a hard time with one New Jersey. I'm having a hard time finding that office. Uh, all you have to do is call the uh, county courthouse, wouldn't you, in order to find out who assesses the uh, property taxes? Well, it wouldn't be the family courthouse. <laughs> be in a phone book. Well, apparently they're hiding that office. Call the city clerk. Never transfer you. You know what? What I'm finding is they are really hiding a lot of the the offices. And they're also hiding their address. Where are you from? I'm dealing with Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Well, it's, it's kind of hard to uh, hide a courthouse, isn't it? I'm sorry, what? 
kind of hard to to hide a courthouse or the state building. They normally have a website that has all the addresses and phone numbers. Oh, you on can there. have the addresses. I you can have the addresses. It's they're really starting to hide their their phone number and their address. Because people are catching on. Well, they always got to have a. Seems to me like they always have to have a phone number available so you can contact somebody. They'll transfer you all over the place, but seems like you can always get hold hiring, of somebody. I end up hiring a process server, and they're even having a hard time. Uh, I wouldn't know what to tell you. Okay, it must well, be new at the job. Apparently, they're hiding. The courts are going down. That's all I got to say. They're going down. Uh, And thank God they are. So, so Mike, have you been able to, uh, uh, have you gotten any more feedback on that, if they uh, were able to take, uh, take, take a lesser amount after you uh, decide the services that you agree to? Sounds fair. That's what you want to do. I'm just uh, trying to get some feedback on uh, what people have done and, and uh, what's what's worked, of course. So it's always nice to have a, a little bit of a track feedback on uh, on what, what works and what doesn't, you know. Mike's phone died, by the way. <laughs> oh, I see. He's probably charging it, I guess. I'm just guessing. Right. Okay. He's having a piece of pie and, and cookies. <laughs> I don't know much about property tax. I don't know if anyone else here on the phone or on the call can discuss it with you. No, Mike always has some good ideas, so. Yeah, I, I didn't know that uh, Mike's uh, Skype account was hacked because I've been trying to contact him on and off for a long time. and. Just not getting any response. Well, now I know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's been. I think he said he hasn't uh, opened up that one in a long time, or since that. So, or he's got a new one, or he's setting up a new one, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, somebody had mentioned okay. that he has a website now. <clears throat> he should be soon on. Is a. Uh, did he? Website is just commonlaw.com. Uh, that's the last time I went to it. It's still in the same state. Uh, I think he's working on it. Um, oh, I see. Might have to ask him about that. <laughs> he said it was safe. His website is safe. 
Yeah, I think the yeah. website is safe. You can go there and donate too. It might help you out. Uh, but as far as other content, the last time I checked, I think he's still working on that. He's been working but, on that. Yeah. Need to, I think he needs to get a professional on that. I don't know. It's been like that for a while. For months. <laughs> well, that could be a good way for somebody to uh, donate, help him out with his website. Or yeah. Help him with the website. What was that? Help him with the website. Yes, yes. Is his website commonlaw.com? Yeah. yeah, calm, like stay calm, calm in law. Oh, oh, stay calm. Commonlaw.com. Calm in law. Yeah. C-A-L-M-I-N-L-A-W. He's pretty good about these calls, though, always being here every week and helping people out. Uh, but I know some people would probably like some... Uh, some like media information, maybe some documents that he uh, he wrote up as examples or something, just so they can uh, you know kind of keep it keep it on file, let's say, so we don't people don't end up yeah. asking the same questions over and over, and uh, you know kind yeah, of a go to. Exactly. If he had something to kind of base it on a little bit to try to stay you know somewhere in the, in the guidelines that'd be that'd be helpful yeah but it's a lot of work keeping up a website actually especially with so many people and so many different uh come from you know trying to cater to everyone's little situation i guess could be a little frustrating, you know. It'd have to be quite general, and people would already have to have like a general idea uh, of what's going on. Like, like he always uh, always says, you got to listen to Carl. Go back and listen to the shows that you have a base. Well, that, that would uh, that would be a great thing by itself. If there was a particular uh, uh, talk show episode that uh, that kind of spelled things out on a particular uh, topic. And that, that would be a great reference. Well, have you heard of the YouTube, the the YouTube uh, Carl's YouTube's that he's done? Exactly. Uh, go go to YouTube. Through uh, yeah. was that the Craig Lynch? Is that right? Yeah, Craig Craig Lynch has got what almost over three hundred, four hundred yeah. of them. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I haven't. I've gone through a lot of those, but I haven't gone through them all. There's certainly more that I want to listen to. Yeah, and also one thing that Mike says too is there, there's no replacement for listening to the whole audio of Carl because of the the way Carl switches context and situations so fast because he knows what he's talking about. You know, oh, it's yeah, very easy for us to take it out of context. And say, well, Carl said that, and Mike's like, no, but Carl was talking about this, you know, and so <laughs> there's no replacement for listening to the whole thing. And what's uh, what's and, and and it's great as far as uh, Carl is concerned. I mean, the way he can just kind of uh, sidestep things and kind of maneuver, maneuver things around so quickly. But I've heard people ask him the same question like several different times, and he has like a very different answer each time. So he has different yeah. ways about going about it. 
the same yeah, question. Yeah, giving, giving a different, like, analogy or example when people ask the same questions, even though, as you listen to Carl, you can hear him just getting more and more frustrated every week um, yes. when he's got to do that. And so, but he's, he's still like lightning when it comes to giving an example or, or asking return questions to the questioner, you know, just boom. Well, why didn't you do this? And uh, I don't know. <laughs> because I didn't know to do that. That's why. <laughs> well, there's lots of ways to skin a cat. Yeah. I uh, I presume Carl's house is full of cat skins. Can I say that? Or does he love cats? Yeah. <laughs> I hear him uh, get aggravated sometimes and start to say, oh, really, are, are you people that stupid? And <laughs> stuff like that. I'm I'm going... I'm I'm listening on on the call or the the conference well, call. That as, I'm going he's as good yes, as George I Carlin. <laughs> he's doing as good a job as George Carlin. His his last couple calls, he he's just been real straightforward with, let's say us, and, and just basically saying, <laughs> it, it kind of sounds harsh, but it's deadly true, deadly accurate. You know, Jesus Christ! Now I've got two hundred. 200 audios, five hours each, and you're you're still asking me these same questions. So I can't blame him for being just, I mean, more than frustrated, just wants to give up on us. And uh, Yeah, yeah. But he's, I don't know. I think part of the, like I mentioned, uh, I think part of the the problem is is that whenever you do ask him the same question again, he gives a different answer. So that's what's uh, kind of getting everybody confused. Is okay, should I do it this way or should I do it that way or do it the third way? You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's your cat. you got a skin. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's for just like uh, just like anything. If you uh, uh, if you have somebody, you know, like you start a new job. And you know there's somebody that that's been there for a for a long time, and knows all the ins and outs, and he's probably f- forgotten more than than what some of the younger guys have, have learned in the last five years or something. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's nice to work under that person because he is uh, he has so 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 much extensive knowledge, and he doesn't even really realize how much in depth knowledge he has. So if you can work under him for a little while like this, you're, you're going to catch on all these little little tricks and the shortcuts and so forth like that because he really knows what he's doing. He may not realize that other people don't do it that way, but he knows how to do it. And uh, if you could follow somebody like that around for a while, it, it really makes uh, learning the job so much easier and you can do your job that much better. Definitely. And... Um... If you can watch someone operate or meet them in person, like you said, or in flesh, man-to-man, uh, like Gus talks about a lot, you know, when, when he went down and actually stayed with Carl, that just the amount of information, whether it was body language or verbal language or, or just the way Carl acted, uh, you know, Gus said he picked up so much about Carl 
you know, and then yeah. it just made everything fit together in Gus's mind. And, and that's so true. Being there, you know, in, let's say, in the flesh. <laughs> yeah. Sounds weird. But, you know, you watch someone operate and you can you can pick up so much. As long as you're wanting to see it, though, because anyone who ignores it is just right over our head. If we're not really open to it. Exactly. you got to uh, understand uh, uh, what you're looking for. Uh, because uh, I had heard Gus talk about that too, how uh, it's not just what uh, what Carl says, it's how he says it. Yeah. I see Mike's back on the call. Maybe if uh, if he's ready, you got more questions about that property tax, he can help you out. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly when I dropped off, but <clears throat> I was I was talking to a guy a while ago. And I told him to just write to the, uh, I think it was the county assessor or whatever. But I told him to just write in and ask him for a breakdown of where his, quote, ta uh, property tax dollars from last year went. And the guy sent him a list that showed how much he paid in taxes last year and exactly how much of it went where, like school tax, the fire department, water and sewage. And I don't know if he followed up and uh, picked his services, but the county tax assessor basically just sent him a menu and said, pick the menus that you want off this list. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so you don't know if uh, he got any uh, flack for picking the services that he wanted and just paying those amounts? Well, he, he hasn't done that yet that I'm aware of unless he's just done it recently, but uh that it, it it just it made me laugh that he just sent a simple letter asking where did my money from last year go and the guy the guy sent him a full breakdown of everything he paid every everywhere it went so i just okay. said there you're golden now just just pick your items off the menu just say yeah i i really like that somebody comes and picks up my garbage every week and uh, I really like uh, like having the streets cleaned or whatever. I don't know whatever property taxes pay for. But I don't have kids, and I don't believe in the education system. I'm not, I don't want to pay the school tax. But just it's just like a corporation. You're getting services from a corporation, so bargain with them. Get a contract you like. Okay. So that. Uh, okay, sounds good. I'll I'll start out with a uh, level like it, asking for a breakdown of where the taxes, how the taxes were used for the for last year. Yeah, just just um, make it like you're writing to your grandmother and asking her. Like, don't don't make it sound like you're at war. Because if you're asking a question like that, they're going to be rereading the letter, going, "Oh, this guy's going to be one of those guys, eh?" But just make sure it's very very normal, very polite. Don't. Don't make it sound like you're going to be a tax protester soon, but just ask yeah. them. Uh, just find a find a very polite, simple way to word it. Just ask them where. Can you please provide me with a uh, breakdown of the taxes I paid last year and and what services were provided? Don't make it sound like you're going to cause some kind of big dispute or anything, but. No, you might get one. They might, you might, they might ignore it. Uh, who knows? 
you never know until you do it. Exactly. Yeah. But just make sure oh. you don't start a war where there. No, no. So I'll, uh, I'll put down their uh, greetings. Uh, yeah. If I if I know the uh, name of the tax assessor, I'll I'll just put his first name down. And uh, and ask for the the information and see what happens. Yep. I guess uh, with them, uh, if I don't get a response back in uh, say ten days, or how long should I give them to respond? Uh, I I would give them at least ten days. The only time I would ever give them less than ten days to respond is if I'm in a serious hurry. Like it's a very important issue and it's got to be dealt with right away. But other than that, I'll give I always give them at least ten, usually eleven or twelve. So should I maybe put at the bottom, you know, please respond in, in the next uh, you know, five days? Um, Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually really been in that much of a hurry, but um, yeah, you could say an immediate response. Which is actually technically impossible, but uh, yeah. Well, actually, you don't want a response; you want an answer or a reply. Answer or reply. Okay. Yeah, because uh, if he crumples it up and throws it in the garbage, that's a response. <laughs> that's a good catch, sir. Yeah, I, uh, I haven't actually researched the word reply all that much, but I think answer is pretty clear. I have not received an answer to my letter. I think everybody on the planet will know what that means. Okay. But yeah, if you're not in a big hurry, I wouldn't put anything about when he should respond. But yeah, if, I don't know if you haven't gotten anything in 10, 11, 12 days, send him another one. Yeah. And there is there is a possibility that it sat on Mary's desk for eight hours and didn't get to him or till the next morning or something. Who knows? So, right. But yeah, yeah. If it's if it's not a big deal, don't make it a big deal. Don't piss anybody off. Don't start harassing anyone or anything like that. Just be all calm and normal. Yeah, I wasn't going to uh, demand anything. I was just going to say, a, a, like a a speedy, uh, like a response would would be appreciated, something like that. But uh, you already told me about the response thing. So <laughs> speedy reply. Yeah, or just uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really like giving people a deadline unless there's something really serious going on, but. But yeah, you could also just say something like, "Please respond to the mailing address above," or something, something like that. But if you ask him a question, he pretty much knows you're expecting an answer. But I guess uh, also, yeah. uh, I've heard in the in the past uh, when uh, like when Carl uh, refers to the property, he says uh, like uh, the property known known to be this address? Yeah, the property known as or yeah. Known as. Or the property located at, I think is also okay. I don't know technically what located means. 
they probably got a statute a statutory definition somewhere. Yeah, depending so. on. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think um, I would say for the property known as and just use the address. I guess the point is just don't do anything. Don't do anything that looks a little bit out of place. Just make it look like the most average, everyday possible letter it could be. Yeah, not, uh, I know sometimes when I've uh, asked about the uh, property taxes and so forth, they, uh, when you go to one place, they want the, the parcel number, and they, they can't look it up by the address. And then the other place, you, you got to go to the other place first, and if you get, once you give them the address, then they can give you the parcel number, they can go to the other office and, <laughs> and look up the information on that actual parcel, because that's the information they need. But anyway. You ought to be able to figure that out. Yeah, just um, like if they need a parcel number and a parcel number is bad or something, you could say the property located at whatever the address is and put put the uh, parcel number in square brackets. Or I love the square bracket trick. Anything you don't want to, you don't want to be actually really on your page, just put in a square bracket. They'll see it. Right. They'll know it's there, but they got to pretend it doesn't exist. It's just so they know in their head. Just as an as an aid to help them along. Yeah, just to avoid any confusion. Yeah, sounds good. So I I guess you dropped off the call when I had uh, mentioned that uh, I've been trying to contact you on your uh, Skype account and haven't been getting any response. So <laughs> I know yeah. why. Yeah, if if you do get a response, uh, don't buy me an iTunes card. <laughs> if I ask you for an iTunes card, it's not me. Yeah, well, I'm not very good with the computer anyway, and uh, I guess the last response I got from your account was, uh, uh, "Do me a favor," and they gave me the blog information <laughs> to get on it. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if uh, yeah, if I'm not being an asshole or or making a smart ass comment, it's probably not me. Okay, that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have a blog spot and I don't download iTunes, so if any of those things come up, it's not me. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I probably should be back on Skype in the next couple of days. No guarantees, but well, actually, Sonia was saying it might take up to a week or even three weeks. So I don't know. I guess when you was uh, when you dropped off the call, we had uh, mentioned that uh, it'd be uh, nice if somebody had some uh, some skills for uh, for doing like uh, web pages. They could uh, they could help you out with that if they had those yeah. skills. Yeah, that would probably involve me actually doing something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should actually do something with the website soon. 
Well, I guess, uh, did, did Gus uh, have some help with his? No, I think uh, Gus is pretty good with websites. I think he does it all himself. Uh-huh. Well, looks like he did a did a pretty, pretty good job with his. I feel get some yeah. pointers from him. If he's yeah, I think, I think he's got three or four websites. I guess I didn't know about that. Yeah, I think the main one he uses now is uh, is the redress for dummies or R4D, whatever. But I think he's got yeah. two, two maybe three other websites that he's created. Oh, well. Yeah, I know about the redress for dummies or the R4D. Yeah, I haven't been on that site in a long time, actually. I don't usually go to websites very often, but yeah, he's... Uh, Got a lot of stuff on there, some good stuff. Yeah, we had, uh, or I had mentioned, uh, you know, there's a lot of things, uh, I'm not sure how often this property tax thing comes up, but uh, if somebody had a uh, had a good reference to uh, some of Carl's calls or any other uh, calls that somebody does where they have gone into depth about how, how it's been handled uh, and... Uh, that they've had successes doing it this way or, or the other way. So a, that would be a good reference maybe to put onto the onto the website. So in case somebody's got a question about it, say, well, go to this one and listen to that, and it'll tell you most of what you need to know. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of recordings out there. But uh, some of the recordings... Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be nice. Carl, it'll be nice if Carl does a call every Saturday again. Yeah, I just uh, I just now noticed that he's been uh, doing some more often now. I haven't uh, checked in a long time. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did two shows on Saturday. Yeah, I guess uh, just what I noticed. I thought it was uh, were they both on TalkShoe on his on his uh, number? What's that? Uh, were they on his uh, his TalkShoe code? Because I think I signed the two of them. One was on the 28th, and the other was on the 29th. Well, that was probably just one started before midnight, and one started after. Oh, that could be it. Okay. Yeah, I think the second call started around 12.30 or something, so it was technically the next day. Okay, that's probably it. Is uh, Gus still doing his uh, his Wednesday show? Uh, I think he's taking a break. I think he's going to start up in January again, but I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Yeah, it's only what four weeks, five weeks, four weeks. I don't even know. Yeah, that's right. I guess the last thing I heard from him is that he was uh, researching uh, flipping houses. You're studying on that. Yeah, I'm not sure if you found anything yet or not. Yeah, 
he's out in the middle of nowhere and his inter or his phone service sucks. I think his internet sucks too. Yeah, when he when he was on earlier tonight he was mentioning that he uh, he couldn't talk on the phone and see his computer at the same time, so <laughs> had to run back and forth. Yeah, I remember one call he was freezing his ass off outside so his phone would work. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said he had to go down to uh, McDonald's or the library or somewhere for free internet so he could upload videos because his connection's so slow. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, beautiful country out there, though. I guess it all evened up. Who else has uh, calls during the week that you know of? Uh, Sonia's got a call on Friday, and Angela's got a call on Thursday. Carl was on Angela's call last week. Oh. That's good to know. Yeah, do you know Angela's call, my private audio? Uh, yeah, I've actually uh, emailed her back and forth uh, the last uh, couple of years whenever I, uh, I... I'm reluctant to uh, ask people questions. I'm, I'm getting better at it, but I, I, I tend to uh, hold off to the last last minute until I can't figure things out on my own or something. I said, well, I'm going to ask somebody and see how they handle it or or if they got any suggestions on how to do this or the other thing. <laughs> as far as uh, I've heard you uh, saying that you walk to the post office to get your mail. Yep. Is there a... Uh, uh, I guess in order to get a post office box, you pretty much have to give them uh, wherever you're you're at. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a long conversation at the post office when I got my uh, post office box because uh, they're telling me I had to put down a residential address. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, well, what if I don't have a residential address? And then she's like, well, you have to have one. And I'm like, what do you mean I have? Well, what does residential address mean? And then she just kind of looked at me. And she didn't really know what to say. And then I <laughs> said, so you're saying I have to have a place to live or I can't have a mailbox. I don't have the right to receive mail if I'm homeless. And she was, she, she just kind of didn't really know how to answer it. But she's like, well, that's just... Uh, that's just the policy we can't you have to give us an address and i'm like well if i had a if i had an address to hang a mailbox on i wouldn't really need a post office box would i you could kind of see the wheels turning but eventually i just gave them my parents address anyway but yeah it was kind of a funny conversation i had to I can't remember where I heard it from now, but 
uh, I think there was a there was like a real short video about uh, opening a post office box. Uh, if you have a uh, if you have a lawyer open it for you, if you can find one that will open it for you, then uh, then naturally they would have their like office address as as the residence when they open it, but they would be opening it for you. But then when they ask who they opened it for, that would be privileged information. So they wouldn't have to actually give your name to whoever is trying to find out whose box owns who owns that box. Hmm. But now getting getting a lawyer to do that, that's something else. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't worried about giving my name. I just didn't have an address at the time. That's kind of why I needed a mailbox. I needed somewhere to get mail while I was kind of in between. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't care if the mailbox is in my name or anything like that. Yeah, I also heard something interesting too where um people instead of putting post office box they they say apartment number instead of post office they're sweet yeah maybe that's what yeah, i've heard that too <laughs> i thought that was pretty pretty neat one i've heard that too <laughs> now i've, I've uh, have you heard of people putting down uh, uh like if you have your uh, street address uh then you put down like rural route uh, do you, since you're in Canada, do you have like a like a zip code? Yeah, we call it a postal code. But yeah, we have them. Postal code. Okay. Uh, now, I've heard, I've seen a video on it, or actually it was more of a, I guess more of like a blog, but uh, where this guy was suggesting putting like your regular uh, street address down, and then under that put in like rural route, and then like here would be postal code, but uh, you just put rural route and you put the postal code down the number and then under that you would put the uh, you know like the city and the state with without a zip code at the end so you're actually using the zip code up up above it with rural route in front of that so that would make it where you're not in the federal zone yeah i don't know the way i look at that is um it's just for the mail. I don't care. It's where I get my mail, so I don't really care about the postal code. But I don't. If if I'm sending registered mail, I would use a postal code because it's required for registered mail. But if I'm just sending a letter to somebody, I don't always put a post. I actually I don't ever put a postal code. If um. If 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 I don't put the postal code on it, it still gets through. And if I bring it in, like if I bring it in, I hand it to the lady at the post office. If she looks at it and says, oh, oh, do you know the postal code? I'm like, no, I don't know it. And she might look it up on the computer and write it on there for me. That's fine. I don't care. No big deal to me. Just uh, it's it's not my zip code or or postal code. It's... uh, it belongs to the address where the mail goes. Exactly. Like when I yeah. if, when I move from this house to another house, I don't bring my postal code with me. It's not mine. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 
I had mentioned the same thing to my brother when we was having a conversation. I says, well, it's not my address. If it was my address, I would still have, you know, this address from where I grew up at. Yeah. I would just keep it. Why, why change it all the time? But then they, they come back and say, I says, well, you, uh, you sold that address when you, uh, when you sold your house. You know, that address went with the house. Sold it. You know, the house was yours, and the address was yours also, but you sold the address along with the house. <laughs> you don't have a choice. You can't, you can't take the address with you. <laughs> Lots of little, uh, little ins and outs to things. Some, uh, some are more relevant than others, I guess. All depends on uh, your belief. <laughs> you got a got a bit of a cough going on? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've been sick for quite a while now. It's almost done. So just getting over the last hump, huh? What's that? Just getting over the last hill? Yeah. Okay, cool. As far as the uh, property tax goes, uh, I was listening to one of Carl's early recordings, and uh, he had suggested handling that the same way uh, what you do with uh, like income tax. Like the IRS sends you a letter saying that you owe so much, or that they need you to file uh, file a form or something like that, your, your income tax. Just sending them something saying, asking, this is who is uh, administering my property without right. The, I guess there was a something, some little six uh, six line thing that he had was given out to all these uh, old ladies. Who uh, IRS was trying to take uh, some of the money back from them, uh, and he says, "Yeah, he's had all these little ladies uh, ready to dance. They're, they're just uh, all happy as can be." And he says, "Yeah, it's just simple. Just just uh, just write this, just put send this back to them, and they'll leave you alone." That was a long time ago, so I don't know if uh, that's if anybody even has. Uh, has that information? Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say because I hear a lot of people say that they never get an answer to any of their letters, but I know a lot of people that do. I don't know. I get answers to my letters. Most of the people I help, well, not, I don't know. I, it depends on the situation, I guess. But a lot of the times when I'm helping people, they get answers. Stupid answers sometimes, but at least they get a letter back. Yeah, well, uh, you got a you got a pretty straightforward way of uh, answering letters. If uh, somebody puts a puts too much in their letter, and they don't actually, I think you had mentioned this before in one of your calls. This is well, I didn't get a response. Well, what did you put in your letter? Says, did it require a response? That kind of thing. Yeah, and that's that makes makes a lot of sense. That's uh, that's great the way you presented that to everybody. 
Yeah, it's pretty rare that I'll write a letter without a question. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm not asking a question, it may as well be some kind of notice. Like, yeah. just, hey, greetings, Bob. Did you know the sky's blue? Okay, yeah, <laughs> sky's blue is great. Well, what do you... I didn't ask him a question. There's no answer required, so why would you expect an an- a letter back? Exactly. Yeah, that was a good way to explain it. I guess one yeah. first guy on the call tonight. Uh, you, yeah. You, had, you guys had a pretty good argument going on about something. Somebody was, he just couldn't get it across to him. Your way of thinking, and he, he couldn't grasp it or something. And that, that was a fiasco. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I get what he's saying that a statutory actor is a thing, but it's a man or a woman acting in that role. They're right. always a man or woman. They're acting in a certain capacity, but yeah. like even a judge, he's a man sitting in a black robe. He's always a man. He's not fooling me. He is a man. I can't go up and I can't go and stab a judge because he's a, a, a judge is a thing because I'm not stupid. I know it's actually a, really a man. Right. So I, I get what he's saying, but the man is always there regardless of what role he's playing, it's, it's always a man. I guess I've uh, heard Carl mention that before, too, about it, says, well, it's it's like a mask. They're putting on this mask when they go to work. Mm-hmm. And that's like a costume, whatever you want to call it. But it's a, you know, there is a man there. There has to be a man, otherwise nothing could be done. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. If I'm, if I'm a garbage man... And I jump off the garbage truck at your house. I pick up a rock and I throw it through your window. I wasn't acting as a garbage man. A garbage man jumps off the truck, grabs the garbage, throws in the truck and jumps back on. So if I throw a rock through your window, I'm not acting as a garbage man. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm employed by the city to, to pick up the garbage while I'm doing this, but I made that decision as a man. Because all, all yeah. a garbage man does, he follows the rules for a garbage man. He jumps off the truck, he throws garbage in the truck, he gets back on, next house, same thing. That's what a garbage man does. If I'm a garbage man and I, well, a man acting as a garbage man, I jump off the truck and I rescue somebody's cat from the tree, it wasn't a garbage man. It was actually really a man went and saved that yeah. cat from the tree. Yeah, maybe I had garbage all over my clothes. I was riding around on a garbage truck all day, but it took a man to climb that tree and get the cat out. It wasn't a, a garbage man's coveralls. Yeah, there was actually it wasn't part of the job description. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's what what's often referred to as uh, acting outside their capacity causing personal liability or whatever you want to call it, however you want to look at it. Sounds good to me. Same thing like a a cop's arrest manual. I'm pretty sure nowhere in that arrest manual does it say, pull your gun out and pistol whip this guy, kick him to the ground, like put the handcuffs on super tight. If you're getting manhandled by somebody in a cop costume, it's a man doing it to you. Exactly. 
it's the same old thing. Yes, the IRS is a fiction, but there's going to be real men and women with real guns at your door, and they're going to be pointing them at you if you don't know how to conduct yourself. So you can't just tell the the IRS, oh, screw off, you're an imagination, you don't exist, because you're going to find out real quick that there's people that believe that corporation exists. Right. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a boundary there. Eventually, reality has to kick in. That's right. What kind of, uh, what kind of issues have you been uh, successful helping people with? Um, I don't know, pretty much a little bit of everything at least. Okay. I guess that all comes down to your your uh, uh, your perception of uh, success, too. <laughs> yeah. Like a like a lawyer's perception of success. Yeah, this uh, this case was successful. I got paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The way I look at it is. Uh, Every case has a bunch of small successes. The outcome is a complete different story, but you can have a bunch of little successes all all along and then lose at the end, or you could have no successes along the way and somehow the case disappeared anyway. Okay. I don't know. But I think if there's a warrant out for your arrest and a couple letters make the warrants go away, I would say that is somewhat of a success. If somebody's not in jail because of a couple letters, I'll count that as, an, as, a, as a success. Oh, heck yeah. I sent to add some private tickets from Wisconsin helping a guy up there. And uh, I didn't know what to do about it, didn't know what to do about it. Finally, it, it came down to where if, they, uh, if these had to be paid, they they sent a judgment out on me. And, uh, and I said, okay, I'm just going to uh, send this in. I'd, uh, I had just uh, put something down in the memo part of the of the check, stating by depositing this uh, by depositing this check, uh, you agree to you know, pay me a certain certain amount in the, in the next uh, thirty days. And uh, they never did deposit the check, but they they went through and just acted like they never got the thing anyway. So they they didn't send it back. So they I guess technically they accepted it, but they didn't deposit. Yeah, as far as I know, uh, even in their rules, the UCC or whatever says um, basically if if they refuse the check, the only way they can refuse the the check is yeah. to identify a defect or that there's proof that the bank said that the money's not there. Like if they send the check back to you, it better be because you don't have any money in your account or 
that you forgot to sign it or you made it out to the wrong party or something. Other than that, well, I did. think they pretty much have to accept it. Well, they did. Uh, well, like I said, I didn't get it back. They didn't, they didn't tell me about any flaws. So therefore, in my mind, they accepted it. But they just ignored yeah. it completely and they still got the charges against me. It's like, yeah. it's like I didn't send a check at all. Yeah, if they accepted the check, they accepted the payment. But they, uh, you know, I mean, legally I understand that how that's supposed to be true, but the uh, they still have it down is that I didn't pay them. Don't know how to uh, how to go about handling that if I can uh, send them some letters stating that because uh, I I did send it uh, certified mail. So I have the have the signature and when it was. Uh, when they got it and everything, so I could actually uh, send them. I guess I could send them the law, which I'm sure they know it already. But basically, state that uh, that they accepted it. Uh, so therefore, the, uh, the account is paid, paid in full. I know that's how it's supposed to work, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> like many other things. Like I even uh, looked up the UCC code on that. judgments against them, some different traffic tickets and stuff, and they're having a hard time getting, I think they're having a hard time getting insurance because of all the traffic violations they had. I think he had mentioned to them that go to the, write a letter to Vital vital Statistics where all the information is held, and um, basically write a letter stating that uh, these this record of uh, these violations uh, are causing harm, loss, and injury to a man, and that you require them to be removed. That sounded pretty simple. I've yet to follow through on anything like that, too. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a close call there because you're you're begging for a benefit, being the driver's license. But at the same time, you couldn't act like a responsible driver. And then now you're saying, well, I begged for a benefit and I didn't follow the rules that came with the benefit. And now it's now it's bugging me. So I want you to remove all the things I did wrong, but I want to keep my license at the same time. It's going to be a pretty tricky maneuver to pull off. Oh, uh, yeah. But, uh, when I... Listen to these different calls. I I need to have a some sort of a notebook there in front of me. So whenever I find something uh, like that, I can jot it down so I can find it back easy without having to listen to all these different calls over and over again. <laughs> you know, to find the one th- one place. 
Yeah, that's one thing. I don't I don't know how many hours of Carl's episodes I've listened to, but I have no clue what he said on which episode or whatever. It's just it's almost like one big talk shoe call to me. I don't know which yeah. which episodes right. talk about what. I don't know where which episode he was talking about this, that or the other thing. It's all one huge episode to me. And, uh, I guess his first uh, first call uh, on Saturday, when he did the two, one one after midnight. Uh, yeah. Well, the first call that was uh, I just sent to you, and uh, just meander uh, all over the place. It didn't didn't seem like there was a lot of information in there. Uh, but uh, and there was way toward the end. I I wrote some things down that was uh, I felt was. Uh, Good information, but uh, yeah, some of these some of these calls they uh, they kind of meander around a lot and they don't have a lot of information in them. But yeah, listen to the whole thing in order to get it. Yeah, and I think my call sucks for that a lot. There's a lot of dead air, a lot of people talking about weather and I don't know travel plans and stuff. Yeah, and there was a. I got on one of Angela's calls one time where she didn't have anybody uh, didn't have anybody lined up at the time, and and she just uh, kind of called on everybody to uh, to just talk about different stuff, uh, their successes and stuff. And uh, for for about a half hour there, there was actually some a uh, lot of good information going on. And people says, "Why? Uh, I had this happen to me, and this is what I did, and this is the kind of response that I got." And yeah, so it seemed like there was a lot of good. Good give and take. There, people were giving out information that uh, that worked for them. Not that it would work for anybody else, but it's uh, it's encouraging to hear that it worked for somebody. You know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe twist yeah. it a little bit to your uh, episode. Well, it's a lot of times it's a big crapshoot, especially if you don't know what you're doing. But if you're if you're really on if you're like really on the ball it's uh, you have far better chances obviously but like I could I could get a speeding ticket today and I could fight it I could do everything perfect and have the case absolutely discharged and then get a speeding ticket in three months do the exact same thing and get my ass kicked in court so it I don't know you just got to know what you're doing and do it properly and kind of hope for the best. It's, I think a lot of it is knowing how to respond, how to react to something. Because it's not always our actions that get us into trouble. Usually our inactions make the problem much worse. It's our failure to handle the problem it makes the problem get right out of hand. Yeah, not knowing what to do at the beginning. It yeah. amplifies the problem later on, it seems like. I agree with you on, on that. That's, uh, that's why, uh, why I was trying to, uh, trying to ask people about the property tax thing. I said, well, has anybody done this before? You know, <laughs> well, what have they done? What worked? What didn't work? You know, it's nice to get a little bit of a give and take on the uh, on what people have had success with in the past. So well, I, I know your own purpose. 
Yeah, I know one guy did get a breakdown of where his tax dollars from last year went. So that's a that's a huge part of the game finished right there. Actually, I think uh, I think around here they actually they actually show the breakdown of what the where the taxes go. They have like a, a pie chart. Oh yeah. And it shows and it shows what is being uh, how much of it's going here and how much is going there. So supposedly, I mean, how true it is that's something else, but <laughs> is what's supposed to be. Yeah, but it makes it uh, makes it much easier to bargain with. You get you get it broken right down for you. Okay, I pay for this service, this service, this service, this service. I pay for this. I pay this much for this, this much for this. Blah blah blah. And you just look at it and figure out what's worth it and what's not. Yeah. Now uh, here, uh, I pay the uh, have to pay the water, water and sewer and garbage pickup and I think there's even a use, a use tax like a user tax on there uh, but that's that's to the city it's not part of the property tax property tax mainly has to do with schools and uh, and I think uh, probably get 75 percent of that I think is goes to the school well careful does it go to education well to the schools well, I guess you would call that education too. Well, it's my belief that when money goes to the quote schools, it actually goes towards quote education, which really means a trust fund. So the big pile of money goes into a trust fund, an education trust fund, and collects right. money, interest. Right. Just because it goes to education doesn't mean it's going to the schools. It's going in a bank account. People are profiting from it. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Look up the CAFR accounts. Exactly. Well, uh, there's been some people who have done that uh, in the past, and it's like you know, the, the state is uh, saying, "Oh, well, yeah, we're broke. We're broke, and we don't have any money. And all this kind of stuff." And they, they, uh, <laughs> You can do some looking around, and you found somebody who looked into the captures like that, and says, "Oh yeah, I got this much in there. <laughs> I got all kinds yeah. of money." What are you saying? It broke. Yeah, look, look at how far we are into the red. Oh yeah, but look, we're triple that in the black. Shh, don't, don't, don't talk about that. Look how much exactly. in debt we are. <laughs> yeah, we need to raise property taxes some more. But otherwise, we're gonna have to start laying off teachers. <laughs> Uh, smoke and mirrors. That's what it seems like. Well, when did you uh, when did you get on this call? That's from three uh, hours ago. Eight o'clock. Eight. What what time is it now for you? Uh, eleven thirty. Oh, okay. All right. So you started at seven o'clock my time though. You're a, you're a three and a half hours, man. Uh, oh, I don't want to. Uh, sounds like there's uh, not anybody else on the call. Uh, and uh, sure you're uh, sure you're getting pretty tired by now, especially with all the argument that I first heard <laughs> going on at the beginning of the call. So, uh, thanks for. Uh, 
Thanks for your input on this uh, this property tax. Yeah, no problem. I know. I'll send some uh, send some letters in and we'll see what kind of response we get. Cool. Um, what is uh, what is, uh, what is your, um, your website? Is it just commonlaw.com? Yep, C-A-L-M-I-N-L-A-W.com. Okay. Right. Yeah, don't expect to find much information. <laughs> yeah, they had, uh, well, you had mentioned that, too, that there's really nothing there but the donate button works. <laughs> yeah, I, I got somebody to help me to start the website, and then... I was supposed to get some content to him to put up there and I took a while and then he got real busy and then both of us kind of forgot about it. So, Oh, yeah. What a surprise. That never happens in life, does it? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks again for for your input. Uh, I'll probably be uh, talking with you again uh, or listening at least next Monday. All right, cool. Thanks for calling in. Take care. Good night. Get back. Kind of quiet again. Hey, Mike. Hey. What can we chat about now? I don't know. Well, we're going to have something to chat about before someone comes on with a question. Mm, I don't know. Well, how about... um, Who is guest 38? (laughs) Guest 35? Okay, let's... um, What can we talk about? Um... We talked about jurisdiction, correct? Yeah, a little bit, I guess. And we talked about... Property tax. Pardon me? 
property tax. Oh, that was the last caller. What else can we talk about, Mike? I don't know. I'm kind of lazy. I usually just sit around and wait for people to ask questions. I know. I actually, I just sit back. Um, How about Plane of Won't Appear? How about that one? If the plaintiff won't appear? Right. Well, if there's no plaintiff there, how do they know that anything happened? Okay. So if if you have... If you have a court order to appear, and the plaintiff will never appear. Well, then you file your notice and you require that the plaintiff appear or the case be Okay, so you did that. Okay, now we're going to go in the past tense. You did that with a notice. Well, there's probably and going to be several letters and 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 whatever too, right? It's probably not going to be just one notice. Because the idea is to write letters back and forth with the other side and settle in private. So by the time you're filing a notice, there should there should already be letters. Correct. Okay. Now we're going. Now we're going back in the past. Okay. Now we're going back into. Well, don't know. Hmm? Janine and Sonia, I guess, has been hacked? No, I haven't been hacked. Okay. Honey, <laughs> Mike, Mike and Sonia have. I All I did was say that if anybody gets any, wants me to give some Looney Tunes or if I'm asking for Looney Tunes or iTunes or any money whatsoever, it's not me. I'll take a Looney Tunes card. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I put, uh, last week, um, I put a big file, well, it was like 20 pages into the council, um with all the people in the street, um, well, except two of them, you know, the letters and everything backing up my thing. 
Um, and then I and then I said I, I I didn't want a woman by the name of Tara on the case. Um, <laughs> and she gave me a phone call. Tara from the council gave me a phone call. Oh, you said this. You said that. I said no. I didn't say anything like that. You know. Um, and then she was getting irate. So I was like, yeah, I got a bit angry. And I said, well, that's the reason why I don't want you on this case. I don't think. <laughs> I don't believe you're competent or you can handle it. <laughs> so, yeah. so she ended up hanging up. She said, is there anything else I can do for you? I went, nope. <laughs> so she ended up hanging up and then I got a call from Cody and he was he was more nicer and I said, look, I said, this is what I'm putting in. I said, um, and he said, well, we can't get back this money for you. And I said, well, I was told that you could. Okay, so somebody has given me a, a wrong steer. I said, I'm putting it into the council anyway. I, he said, well, I'll, I'll send it to the legal department. And I said, well, let me know if you're going to prosecute them. I said, either way, I'm going to put in a claim. I said, if you, if you, I said would you kindly tell me if you are going to prosecute them? I said, so I'll put in a claim and I'll make it so it matches up with the, with the same one that you're, you know, with the one that you're putting in as well. If you're not going to prosecute them, let me know and I'll just follow through with my own with my own claim. So either way, you know, I'll wait one week. If I haven't heard from this Cody guy, I'll just uh, I'll just write him a letter saying I have not re I've, I haven't had a reply from you, Cody. I will be pursuing my own claim and take it from there. So that's what my um, my property stuff is. My dogs my dogs is happening at the moment. Oh, it's so long. It's so drawn out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Who's Cody? Uh, Cody is a man who works for the council and he investigates dog complaints. Uh. So uh, I said, "What did you get the pu the purple folder?" He said, "No, he's only got he only got a copy." So I don't know who has the the purple folder with all the information in it that I gave to the council. A copy. It's got a. It's co copies of everything. I've got all the originals. Yeah. So anyway, I'll go in and just, I'll wait a week and then I'll just go in and make four copies of everything because they asked, they asked for four copies of everything. What, they want you to bring four copies? of everything into one office? Um, when you go to court, yes. They do ask for um, four copies. So, you know, one letter has to be copied four times. Mm
so there's all these other witnesses and he doesn't know if he's going to prosecute this guy or not? Well, he said he hasn't had a look at it yet. He's, he's, um, he's going to have a look. Uh. So it, it doesn't matter. You know, he just said, well, I'll send it to the legal department. And I said, well, you do that. So... And they'll make a decision if they're going to um, prosecute this man down the road or not. How long has it been? He hasn't had a chance to investigate? Uh, Well, they closed the case. They, the, um, the, that woman called Tara, she came out and investigated and she said no, that their place was secure and she just closed the case, just like that. So, um, yeah. She didn't talk to any of the witnesses? Nope, nope, didn't do a thing. Didn't uh, talk to anybody in the street. Um, I found out from the lady at number 15, um, her name is Trish, she's already put in a complaint about those dogs. Um, um, and um, so I'm not the only one that's, that's actually, um, you know, um, had this regarding the dogs. Other people have done it too. It's just a shame that Jan didn't do it. The lady who actually was bitten, she didn't put in, she didn't do anything about it. I wonder what would happen if, um, if like I was a cop and somebody ran up and said, somebody's robbing the bank. And I just look over and say, oh no, the bank's still there. It's fine. <laughs> I wonder if something <laughs> would happen to me or my job. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's what I said. Um, I said Tara has not done in any investigating. She hasn't asked neighbours about anything um, or about the incident. Nothing. Um, and I required, I required the man or woman investigating this, or that I'm sending it to, that receives the file, to. Um, to in to ask questions of the people who live in the street. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems that that's what some kind of an investigator would do, actually investigate. You would think so, wouldn't you? But, you know, um, no. So... I don't know whether this Tara knows them down the road. Council's a pretty small town. It's like you've got six degrees of separation, even if you don't know them personally. You know somebody who does know them. It's a, you know it's only got like 200,000 people in it. So it's like a big country town. So anyway, all the all the information is in now and the requests. So so if they don't do anything about it, if I if I haven't heard from this Cody, in an, by by a week, I'll give him a week, seven days to to get back to me. And if I haven't heard from him, I'll write him a letter. 
saying I haven't heard um, or I haven't received any response from you as to what's going on. If I haven't received anything within the next seven days, I, I will, I will, um, I'll start a lawsuit. Yeah, that's the only thing I can do now. See what happens. See where it leads. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know if it's a big deal for now or anything like that, but uh, to write a letter to Tara's boss. To Tara's boss? Yeah, yeah. Just say, I don't know, you got some kind of... You got a woman there acting as some kind of investigator. I reported an incident and she didn't investigate. Oh, she just went to the people's home and said, "Oh, they've got a huge, they've got a huge enclosure that they put the dogs in, and um, the, the place is secure." <laughs> I said, "Well, that may be the case." I said, "But if they've, if if they're let out of that enclosure and the gates are wide open, no place is going to be secure for sa- any savage dogs." I said, and they've been seen jumping the fence and everything, bunny hopping over it, going for, going to attack people in the street. Oh. it's alright I've put everything in so there was an incident I read I was on the way to the island one day and I just opened the newspaper and there was a an army guy and he what he did was he got a possum he grabbed hold of a possum and he picked it up and he actually slammed it down on the concrete and the possum was bleeding you know from the nose I think and then he walked down, he walked down the steps and he let it go into the bush and they're having him up on charges. And I think in the paper they wanted to fine him at least $2,500 for cruelty to animals. And I said, well, if that's the case, I said, and that, that army man could be suffering from PTSD or whatever. Um, I said, what, what would be the, you know, what would be the fine of someone who's deliberately letting their property out onto the onto a a public area, so it actually is harming other people's property and causing harm and injury and loss. And Cody said, "Yeah, well," he said, "I don't know." Then I said, "Well, you would think that someone that would have savage dogs on their place," I said, "would put them behind the big." enclosure if they were going to open the gates to the to a public area and he said yes you would think that would be a reasonable thing to do mm-hmm. yep so yeah anyway see how we go Yeah, it's kind of funny that one guy body slams a possum, they want to charge him two and a half grand, but somebody gets, like an actual man or woman gets bit, and he's got a gate. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think they knew, um, because the woman who actually got bitten on the leg, she never never put in a complaint or anything about the dog. Uh, gotta see what's happening, and it, there could be a rule too where they're not allowed to go up and ask somebody. Maybe it's the 
you know, someone's got to come forward and actually complain first before they investigate. Well, yeah, I, <clears throat> I think somebody has to complain, but if somebody complains, I think they're expected to investigate. Like if, like if I if I filed a complaint saying my neighbor's dog bit me, and I had three other people that witnessed it, and then somebody else said that they got bit, there it'd be kind of hard for them to just flat out ignore that. Well, I have asked them to, I require of them to go and investigate um, and go and talk to Jan and I require them to go and talk to Jason who actually witnessed the attack on my property. Um, and he said he did overhear um, her threatening me as well. And I said, what, you heard it from the other end of the street? He said, well, she was talking pretty loudly when she did threaten you, you know. And I said, oh, I didn't think anybody would have heard it, from, you know, down the other end of the street. That's all. But he he, he said he heard it, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just taking up quiet time, so if there's anyone else with questions. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny, too, that uh, if you get bit by a dog, then the city goes after the dog owner, and the dog owner has to pay a fine, but the city keeps it. The guy that got bit doesn't get it. Yeah, that's very interesting, isn't it? <laughs> That is very interesting. It is quite funny too, and he and he should be compensated. Yeah. Yes, he should. Yeah. So what what are that? Where, where does that money go anyway? It's interesting. Hire more, hire more council or council officers or whatever you call them. Yeah. More enforcement. Buy another dog catcher truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pays for more people like Tara. Actually, that's a better name, Tara, not Tara. Tara, yeah.
Yeah, what happened to Aaron? When I uh, dropped off the call, I looked on the chat board. He said, unmute me, and he'll take over. So I unmuted him. He's not on the call anymore. Oh, I thought that was face one that actually did that. Yeah, I see. Uh... I'm here. I'm just not on the chat anymore. <laughs> it's Leo, Leo there. Eric's there. I've been watching that... Um... Eric's given me some, what's he, Reverend, oh no, Professor Walter Veef. Uh, that's, he's, he's, um, wow, what a, what a wealth of information that guy is. Who is he? Uh, his name is Professor Walter Veef, as in Keith, but with a V. And, um, re- religious guy sort of thing, you know, man of God sort of thing. But it connects everything up. What happened?
It's very quiet, Mike. So I don't think anybody's got any more questions. Yeah, I don't think there's that many people left on the phone anyway. Yeah. It must be pretty late over there, though. It'd have to be midnight, wouldn't it, over there? Or Yep. Yeah, yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm going to head out anyway. I've got a few things to do before it gets dark. So, which is now that it's summer, it's like won't be dark till eight o'clock. But <laughs> is it, is it uh, any snow there yet? No, no snow. We've had a few cold days, but it's been pretty mild overall. It gets a little cold at night, but. Wow. Yeah, should there snow. should have been snow by now. Oh, there December. Been snow by now. Yeah. Might not need my uh, snowshoes this year. Mm. I don't know. First of December, so... Maybe the seasons are sort of changing a bit. Maybe they're later in the year now. Like maybe they're December, January. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not convinced that anything weird's going on. It could just be the crazy normal weather patterns. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, because in the in the 1900s, they were talking. You know, they spoke about you know. Um, ice skating on the River Thames and then there was um, you know so we haven't had you know like temperature measured temperatures for, for very long really well the way I see it in the big scale of it say say the temperatures everywhere on the planet seem very warm for 10 years it might not mean anything like, think about from the first ice age to the last ice age, how much time has passed. Think about how much crazy weather went by during that time. Like, everybody says, oh, global warming, look at the temperatures. Maybe it's just a normal weather pattern over time. Well, exactly. They said the Antarctic was once a tropical place, so that means it must have been pretty warm. Yeah. I don't know. Deserts migrate. The climate changes in certain areas. Whatever. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't mean it'll never change back. Every once in a while, you get a super cold winter, and all the old people say, "Oh, I haven't seen a winter this cold since 1930." So every once in a while, you get a super cold day. That's how the weather works. Maybe you might get a pretty warm decade every once in a while. Oh well, that's how it works. Yeah. 
Now, I remember here, people um, people used to go tropo, what they call tropo. Uh, they used to drink more, so therefore they'd get more aggressive, more fights, everything, when it was really, really hot. it's And, I mean, it was really hot. I mean, really badly hot. But we're not getting those really hot days like you uh, anymore that, well, not so far anyway, for a couple of years. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't always trust scientists as much as some people do, <laughs> especially astronauts. <laughs> no, no. I I reckon you you're better off trusting nature more than more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I guess scientific theories have their time and place, but some of them are just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I can remember when I was young, there was, um, it had been raining out west for three days, and yet the weather report was saying, fine, 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 fine. And the radio announcer actually got on and he said, well, it's raining cats and dogs, and it has been raining like this for three days, and yet the weatherman's saying it's fine. <laughs> the guy from the radio station got sacked over that. Obviously, you can't, you know, you can't say anything about the weather if the guy's getting it wrong. Yeah, there was a, a TV weatherman here, and uh, I guess he used to go into the studio on Monday, and he'd just look on the Environment Canada website, and he'd find out the seven-day forecast. Then he'd go into the studio on Monday and do the weather report for the next seven days in a row. And he'd be watching the weather and it would be pissing rain for like four days straight. And he's on the news every day going, oh, it's a beautiful sunny day today. Everybody's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Three more days of this. And then you see him the next week and it's the middle of winter and he's got like the darkest tan you ever saw. So what's he got the darkest hand? Okay, thank you, Mike. Yeah, no problem. Okay, we'll see you next week, hopefully. Yeah, yeah have fun. Hi, right. bye. Bye.
Mike, you there? Yep. Anyone else have a comment, question? Mike and I are going to bounce back from love to hate. Okay, Mike, what what can we talk about? <laughs> I don't know. We just talked about the weather, so that's out. <laughs> I know that. Um, we talked about jurisdiction. Yep. Let's talk about... Oh, what can we talk about, Mike? Um, we talked about, and that 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 is what I was dealing with this week. Is they claim they have, um, shoot, they claim. They claim they have... Who is this now? The clerk, the prosecutor, the judge? Yeah, we already talked about this. I'm sorry. The prosecutor determination. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. I've I've heard of a precipice, but I never heard of whatever you just said. What was it called? Precipice for board determination. And the court never called me back on that. And I already called them three times this week. And I, is, I know you're gonna I know you're gonna bitch me out for that for calling them. Well what is this precipice for determination? Is that just a fancy way of saying a hearing to decide on something before? Or I end up putting up you're gonna you're gonna bitch me out for this oh my god you're gonna bitch me out for this <laughs> yeah so laugh so you yeah laugh mhm. What did or didn't you do? I don't think I'm going to go any forward because you're going to bitch me out for it. Oh, I know what you did. You didn't get it in writing. (laughs) Is that a good guess? Mm -mm -mm -mm. I'm not going to go any forward, Mike. You're going to bitch me out. So it was a phone call or an email then? It was a phone call. So I knew it. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. And I don't norm- I don't normally do that. That's what 
That is what's so funny. I don't normally do that. I put everything in mail. Yeah, if it comes I'm, to solving an issue, I, I I almost never use the phone for anything. I don't either. But right now, I'm so hung up on time. However, anyone else have a question? So Mike doesn't kick my ass. Someone has to have a question for Mike. Press star eight. No, don't press star eight because you'll mute yourself if you do. Well, however, they they will unmute their their self. Nobody's muted unless they've actually muted themselves, but I I haven't muted anyone. All right. Well, actually, I did mute somebody, but they're unmuted now. Oh, where's that Bob guy from? Don't encourage him. He might be on the call. (laughs) (laughs) He's a trip. He's a trip. Speaking of a trip, where's Vital? He's not on, is he? What happened with him and when Carl? <laughs> Carl yelled at him. What do you mean? <laughs> Those two got into it again. <coughs> I don't have. Yeah, Carl was pretty angry when he was on Angela's call. Yep. And he was angry angry with um, Vitale as well. That was on Angela's call, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, he got a little worked up that night. Yeah, that's all Carl needs is some some huge time-consuming dilemma now. Something happened with those two. Don't know. Didn't let, didn't I didn't even see the uh, video the uh, video. What is there a video already? Yeah, apparently. 
Well, I don't get it. I'm not on Skype. <laughs> Is it on YouTube? It's supposed to be. I got the question. Uh oh. <laughs> right. So. And ask. I got arrested for uh, making that moonshine. <laughs> I'd like to know how I can get out of there. <laughs> but get out of the moonshine? Oh, I got charges, moonshining. <clears throat> and where were you moonshining at? What state? Down Tennessee way. This sounds like VTAL. I think what he was really doing was uh, speeding up the fermentation of an alcoholic beverage using artificial heat. Using perspiration. Mike, it sounds like VTAL. (laughs) No. No shit. Yes. No shyant. (laughs) Yep. This this is the yeah this is Vital. Vital. V Vital is over there. Where? There we go. You're here. Hey Carl, I'm there. is that you? I'm hey not. Carl, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> How's your brother making out? Uh, uh, he's making out with a warrant. I guess he's kissing all over it. <laughs> Hugging and kissing their warmth and making out with it. He's making out like a bandit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has been actually. <coughs> but all good things must come to an end. <laughs> He's probably a little bit of excitement for those crotchety old judges. Yep. <laughs> That's the only reason they decide to keep him around. <laughs> so Janine wasn't around the other day when uh, all the yelling was going on? Oh, I don't know. And then Eric piling on like he's a, like he's a, a know-it-all. He knows what's going on. Oh, is that on um, Carl's call? Yeah, and uh, just on the chat a little while ago, he's, uh, you know, continuing piling on with his crap. I'll fix his ass. I haven't been looking at the chat. I haven't looked at the chat board really much in months. Yeah, there's not much happening there. Plus, uh, a lot of times when you're watching that, you're not paying attention to what's being talked about. You lose your place, and it's a pain in the ass. So your brother was on the chat? My brother? So I've been trying to upload uh, one of the videos to uh, Google Drive, but been slow is there is there a video on YouTube now do you know 
Yeah, there's a few th- videos out there, the, uh, some that Carl took, some that I took. I give them all um, the videos I had on my other phone. I have two phones. And um, the memory ran out on, on one, the one that had the most of the videos, and then I used my other phone. And that's the ones I got to upload now. <clears throat> I got two videos on there, mainly inside the sheriff uh, station, and then um, and then outside when uh, he was being him and his wife, uh, mother were being served uh, all the notices, like a pretty big pile of notices. Can you put that on chat? Can I put it on chat? Yes, please. How am I going to put it on chat? Well, you could put the link to the videos if you have them, but the the videos he was just talking about are still on his phone. He's trying to upload them. Yeah, okay. I'm uploading. Uh, right now, there's 247 megabits of 1.6 gigabytes. So it's got a long way to go. Well, that's but pretty cool. Now you got... It's pretty cool. Now you got two ears and two phones, and two yeah. hands. And I and I, and I speak out of both sides of my mouth like Kyle, so I, I need two phones. <laughs> he's like he's like you, Mike. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I do have two phones, two ears, and two hands. You're right. Now Mike Mike's got two two uh, uh, couches, so he yeah. can slack. Take turns slacking in each one. It's funny. The other day, uh, I I get like a word of the day, like from a dictionary dot com or whatever. And uh, the other day, the the word of the day was slacker, <laughs> and the synonym synonym was uh, shirker. Nice. <laughs> no, it had to be vital. Slacker retile. Retile. Slash Michael. Retile? What are you retiling? <laughs> retile the bathroom. Retired the bathroom. <laughs> oh, you guys are nuts. <laughs> so I saw the little shower that you guys put up over there. That took two days. I didn't put no shower anywhere. I'm talking to the woman there. Oh, what? <laughs> that shower was was done in a month. It took a month to do a little sh- that little piece of crap shower. No, it took one day. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like a half a day a day job at the most. Right. The fiberglass, fiberglass little shower. You just right. put up some two by threes right. and but put it, it took, in there. It took, run the drain and run the valve. Well, Carl didn't want to do the water. Joe did the um, the frame, and it took Carl to do shopping. Uh, that's what. That's when I. I ended up telling you, I seen the drone that day. My first, my first drone I seen that day. 
And that soccer was coming closer and closer and closer and closer to me. They were checking you out. I have no clue what the hell they were doing, but don't take Carl into a, into a um, Lowe's or a Home Depot. <laughs> They'll be in there for hours. <laughs> Sounds like Carl's a shirker. He didn't want to get back to work. <laughs> oh, my God. Then we end up going back to his house. And then Joe was trying to do his shower, which he had to redo the whole, he had to redo the whole frame, which I'm sure Carl bitched him out on that one. Because he told me. How much time do you spend chasing dogs and cats? Oh, the kittens. Oh, those poor kittens. They were, they were, they were in the bedroom. You let them in the window? You know what happens around there? They were in the bedroom. And the, and the dogs, he's got two fences. He's got two fences. He's got two fences. They were in one fence. Oh, God. So, anyway, um, You, so you didn't get a chance to do that thing with uh, Skype, Mike? No, not yet. Yeah, yeah. You're a real-time shirker, huh? <laughs> I'm a shirker from the old school. A shirker and burker. I'm a shirker of biblical proportions. <laughs> Well, maybe you can check it out tomorrow. The VTEL. Did you meet his mom? Did you hear what I just said about recording when the sheriff was serving his mom and him outside? I'm so, I'm I'm, 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 so the sheriffs. I'm sorry. I'm still waiting for the uh, the YouTube. So you were like uh, Wizard of Oz. You were waiting for them to send you the brain. <laughs> Apparently. I came, I came. Send me a brain. I came, I came. <laughs> All right. I'll hold off and see if I can uh, get the YouTube. What YouTube? Janine posted some YouTubes on there already, on the chat. And uh, mine won't be up till it gets uploaded. Till Christmas. It's going to be Christmas here. Yeah, that'll be my Christmas present for Carl. (laughs) Why don't you you give him credit where credit's due for a present? And (laughs) those. (laughs) 
these hell, I don't see it. You don't see what? <laughs> the YouTube. What don't you see? The YouTube. Janine posted posted one thing there on Google Drive. I don't. I, I you know what? I I'm not gonna. She can post all she wants. Hey, don't be bad mouthing her. I'm not bad-mouthing her at all. It's just she so can many... Post whatever she wants. I ain't going to go look. <laughs> it's just so much spam. Spam? Mmm, delicious. Oh, guys, stop it. <laughs> Especially spam in a can. So I, don't know one, if, I don't know if it was her that posted. Oh, there wasn't. There wasn't. Janine only did one, <clears throat> uh, which is this. Looks like the same as uh, Guest Forty One did, and then Guest Forty One uh, did a Google Drive one, and that's probably. I haven't gone and checked those, but that's probably the the ones that. Either Carl recorded or I recorded. Well, Gus was recording or uploading one to Google Drive, but I think he was having a hard time with it. But he also had yeah, the YouTube channel. Okay, yeah, that's kind this, of the... This, this Google Drive can't scan. This file is virus. It's a hacker. It's a yep. hack. Yep. <laughs> Not a hacker. Sometimes it does that. It it can't scan for virus. Can someone post the right link? Just go on Gus's YouTube and see what he has there. I haven't been there. I haven't had time. Will do. Yeah, he doesn't use Gus, I think, on YouTube. I think it might be his French name. Je suis français. Ha ha. Breton. Je suis Breton. Isn't his YouTube channel Gus.Breton? No, I think it's, I have to look, but I think he uses uh, his French first name. It's Gus Brenner. Brenner? I think. No, it's uh, Jessman Bratton. I think that's what he uses on YouTube. Yeah. We can't be... All of us cannot keep being hacked. Very I'm not simple. being hacked. I'm not being hacked. I think you're probably next. <laughs> uh, what are you threatening me? <laughs> that nope. sounded so funny. <laughs> so you are the hacker. 
Mike was hacked. Sonia was hacked. And now you're next. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm I not. I don't. I don't. No, I don't. No, he means I'm next. Yeah, so you, you're next. How'd you know? How'd you know Mike was hacked? Because we didn't tell anybody. So it <laughs> no, was you. It was, you are oh, the hacker. Oh, excuse me, Vital. You are the hacker attacker, huh? <laughs> excuse me. It was all over the Skype. He was hacked. <laughs> so don't go that. Don't I, I go can't that even believe. I can't even believe some people fell for that crap. Yeah, I can't believe you fell for that on the internet, that I was hacked. You believe everything you read on the internet? <laughs> well, however, he was he was looking for um, money for uh, iPhone. Yeah, does that make any sense to anybody that knows Mike? I didn't fall for it. Well, because you weren't around that day. You were the fell for no, it, No, I was around that day. Oh, you probably say I, I have no money. Sorry, Mike, I, I don't have any money, but you know, I'll send you some, uh, you know, used shoes or something, <laughs> rusted nails, some metal in my yard or something. Yeah, I'm a big fan of broken rubber bands. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. No, how many people Which is which was sad, and then he ended up getting Sonya, and then I I don't even know how many other people they end up getting. I posted it in all the rooms. Uh, caution, warning. Uh, Mike's been hacked. Don't interact or something. And uh, I guess the word didn't get around enough. Should have put it in legalese. Everybody would have read it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> it's a yeah, statutory the, land. For the new, for the newbies, put it in that room. Hey, guest 44, no problem. I mean, I tried to warn everybody as much as I could. Um, <clears throat> you know, as soon as I answered back and I didn't get any, uh, any, uh, um, smart uh, ass answer. Yeah, what the hell was that? I, I said the good word about it earlier. Where the hell did I put it? See, Tal's going to get hit next. Watch. Good. She's got her football out. I don't care. No worried about it. I ain't scared of no crystal ball. Mike, what yeah. what's going on with the crystal ball? Oh, I uh, closed down the crystal ball factory. I don't sell them no more. Oh. Yeah, he only has only has a few left over. <laughs> I specialize in middle fingers. I specialize in middle fingers now. <laughs> He's gonna send them to the crystal ball museum. <laughs> the ballroom. Damn it. 
<sighs> I need to go to bed. Yeah, long day. Well, don't we send any links? Oh, that was Janine. Much more to do tomorrow. I mean, that thing, the way the way it pops up, you click on the link, and then there's a Skype page. It shows, no, it shows Google. Well, with with me when uh, when they uh, they were showing the the blog, which was a, a weird uh, word, the one for Sonia, right? And then I said, well, let me click on it and see what it does. So I can, you know, see what's up and tell other people whatever. So when you when you hover over it, it says uh, something different. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.